Crash and Mars Show. Show time! Just puts me in a good mood to start the day. Always get a good laugh and good smile on the way to work every morning. Join the conversation. Crash. Oh my God, how's your anus? It's nice. <laughs> okay, good. Mars. Turn off the lights and say Bloody Mary and let's see if you die. Bloody Mary. <laughs> I have some common signs of the psychopath. Disregarding or violating the rights of others. You did draw my penis this morning. <laughs> Producer Haley. Are people openly like just dumping liquor in their contigos and sipping on that during the Zoom meeting? Possibly. Yes. I'll, I could. <laughs> Again. And, and you. The now family. Who sent you inappropriate photos? My father sent inappropriate photos of women that are topless. Oh my God. <laughs> What's happening here? I don't know. He's just a weird redneck old man. Okay. <laughs> it's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Now. Let's get to it. Good morning. How the H is, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Everyone made it in fine. Mars yep. is very upset this morning. I am upset this morning because I texted both Ginge and Haley. Yeah. At like 5.30 this morning. This is what I said. And it, I don't have cell phone service. Uh-oh. Oh. She thought you were ignoring her. No, no I didn't think anybody was. She's I like, thought you guys were driving. Did they say anything to you? No. They were. <laughs> they gave me weird looks the other day. No, She's I like, said. Maybe I was uh, a little off putting a Haley on the weekend. No. I, I, <laughs> that's just my face. <laughs> All right. No, I said, morning, guys. The parking lot and the sidewalk outside the station are solid ice. You can skate on it. Be super careful walking in. Oh, yeah. Not delivered. My car 10 out of 10 did one of these. When I was oh, yeah. Yeah. So did mine. It and is then, sheer ice out there. And yeah. then those uh, sidewalks outside are super slippery. I know. We we locked our arms. Yeah. And then we shimmied in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got low and shimmied, too. Strength in numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Appreciate your concern, Marzi. I do. Okay. Based on the drive-in, I assumed. Yeah. That this one area of oh, Edmonton okay. was not. See, when we drove in this morning, no problem. Oh. It was totally fine. It was just wet slush. It's just wet. Except wet roads. our parking lot. It was sheer ice. And I think, like last time, that's changing because we came in and we're like, no problems. I did like 90 all the way to work this yeah. morning. Yeah. Inside the city was okay. Yeah. Outside the city. I came in on 50th Street. Terrible. Yikes. Oh, <laughs> yikes, gang. So all roads kind of outside the city are, are uh, a little, little icy. South the city. I couldn't imagine what the highway's like. Yeah, yeah. Not fun. <laughs> Because <laughs> the 50th Street was uh, terrible. Was mm. it solid ice? Strict ice. Really? But you got those winters on. Yeah, they didn't make a difference. In this. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're not saving. They're, they're, they're make, that's it all. You just slide yes. it. Yes. Oh. Man, is it slick out there? Did it get better as you got closer to the yes. city? Okay. So 50th Street, south of the city, really bad. Haley came in on Highway 16? Yeah, west of the city. Was it icy or slushy? It was more slush than ice. Yeah. But you can't see the lines. Yeah, that's a problem. And no. visibility was really rough coming in that way. Yeah. So it was it was not good. Mm. And then the Henday was also not this not great. Yeah. <laughs> just covered the white mud. Was it just slush or was it ice? It was slush. Slush. Yeah. We didn't have a whole pile of ice west of the city. Um, in town, west of the city, in Spruce, we did have ice, but on the highways, it was fine. It was oh, yeah. fine. Okay. It was just slushy. Yeah, we came down ninety nine. Just a lot of slush. Yeah. You don't I, really I, see the lines either, but just slush. Yeah, I even may have gotten upset with somebody who was driving scared. Uh, I, I've noticed, and since we got back to town, yeah. uh, Mars has taken over driving. In I the drive morning all the time again, yeah. mm-hmm. which is uh, fantastic. But you are feisty in the morning. Get out of my way. Well, yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're scared of slush, that's just pull over. Let me go. And like you said, I was a bad driver in the morning. <laughs> my God, it's a whole different Mars in the morning than yeah. when we're driving home in huh? the afternoon. People are scared. <laughs> People are scared. Get out of the way. <laughs> I even honked at a rabbit this morning. 
<laughs> a rabbit trotted in front of the car and then just sat down. And then I was playing with Mars's car the other day at the car wash, and so I changed her uh, horn sound. Yeah. And so she honks her horn, and then it's like. Oh, like an old school. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god. The rabbit just looks and it's like, ugh. Yeah, it rolled its eyes at me. Got out of the way though. Move it. Do rabbits not? Are they not born knowing about cars? Are city rabbits? Oh, are, they are should. They, I feel like they should be behavior. born to know traffic. Yeah, yeah, this was a downtown rabbit. Yeah, should have known better. A rare breed. A rare, rare breed. Yeah, but. not like the. Yeah, not like the radio station rabbit. Yeah. So just keep in mind. I mean, like again, Crash and I were on the road a long time ago, so things have changed, and they will change throughout the morning as well because we do have that freezing rain warning. So what I've got going on right now is basically inside the city. There's a lot of slush on your major roads, so it's not icing up yet, but slush has piled up. You're not going to see lines. You're going to be plowing through some slush. Now, the highways outside of the city, that's where you're going to run into some major problems. So, like, Manning outside the city this morning is uh, solid ice. Watch out for that. Highway 28, solid ice. Uh, Highway 2 in towards St. Albert and then north of St. Albert this morning, solid ice. South of the city as well, not looking all that great, especially once you get past 41st Avenue on the QE2, like once you're past Allard, uh, solid ice. Yeah. And then Ginger was saying 50th Street. I'm not showing solid ice yet on 50th, but I'll oh, take your word slick. for it, buddy. She is slick. So 50th Street as well coming into the city. Solid ice. Well, again, once you get closer to the city, things are all right. If you're just driving around, I mean, it's just slushy right now. Oh, by Drayton, apparently uh, it poured there. Did and it someone really? someone woke up to half an inch of ice on their oh. truck this oh, morning. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, yikes. That sucks. It did, when, it, I don't think it did it rain last night. Well, in the it was, city? It was a wet snow last night. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think it rained outside the city. Did it? Yeah. Mm. I'm guessing because it was incredibly slick. Yeah. It was raining on my drive-in too a bit mm. outside yeah. the city. Yeah, it was just starting to spit when we were coming in. So so just, you know, watch out for that. If you guys do see anything in traffic, like I said, as the morning goes on, it's going to change. What is the temperature doing? Is it dropping and then warming up? Uh, Well, yeah, in a typical morning fashion. Right now, it's minus one. It does show plus one this afternoon, so it doesn't really warm up too much. Okay. It'll pretty much stay the same, I think. It's just if so, that rain continues. Yeah. 50-50 chance you'll get some ice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like 80-20. Wow. Yeah. This text here says, guys, St. Albert this morning, it's pouring rain. Everything is ice. Mm. Yeah, St. Albert's basically showing all red on the AMA. Yeah. Yeah, so, good morning. Yeah, be <laughs> It's going to be fun. That's an exciting morning. Again, I guess if you can wait till like 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock to go into work, do it. Mm-hmm. If you can wait. Yeah. Mm. Someone said it's still raining out in red water. Mm. It was just starting to rain when Crash and I came in. It was just spitting. Yeah, it was raining west of the city this morning. Yeah. I don't think it was raining by work here. When no, we came in, it wasn't. It was when we it came was in. When it was, I oh, okay. It was, hey. Yay, yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and have to scrape all the ice off our cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to have more uh, videos going viral of people skating down the roads oh, yeah. in their neighborhoods. It's funny, like 99 was just wet, and as soon as we turn into the road to get to work here, the side street, just sheer ice. Oh, yeah. Ice. yeah. yeah. Car just kicked out. <laughs> that parking lot, you put you either you open your door to your car mm-hmm. and you go to step out and your foot just goes. Phew. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, you guys got to be watch out. And you're wearing your uh, winter boots. I know. Yeah, I'm dressed for the ski resort. I know. Today. You literally oh, yeah, are ready for the hill. Nice. Yeah, Mars has a yes. the puffy vest. <laughs> oh yeah, look at the boots. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Got it all yeah. together. Yeah. You've never dabbled in the puff puffy jacket. No, life no, before. no, no. I saw this, tried it on, looked yeah. good, bought it. And this is a year of the puffy jackets for you. Because yeah, you have a long puffy jacket. Yeah. Now you have a sleeveless puffy jacket. Yeah. I'm ready Look, to go. Looks great. 
Thank you. You have a puffy toque? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't want to... I think, I think they call a sleeveless puffy uh, vest. A sleeveless... Yeah. yeah what were you called? A sleeveless called? jacket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a vest. It's a vest. Yeah, it's a vest. Yeah. yeah one of those sleeveless jackets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm ready to go. What did you guys get up to yesterday? Anything fun? Uh, no. No. Nothing fun at all. No, it's neither. It's pretty I, low key. I fell hard. Fell hard. Sure. Uh, like... At two forty-five, three o'clock. It was it was like getting dark already. Mm-hmm. Just want to go to bed. Oh my god! I just I just zoned out and dozed off for a bit, and then I woke up. I'm like, oh god, what time is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like three. No, it was like four fifteen. How depressing was that? <laughs> I know it's dark. Oh my god! Look, you know what? I was thinking about this yesterday. Look at it this way, guys. Come December the twenty-first, we start to get lighter again. Oh. Okay, that's so like so that's the dark. It's actually not. Today's the eighth. Because it's still getting darker up till that point. It will get darker up to that point, and yeah. then it will all turn around. Oh, right, and then only we can. The eighth. Yeah, I got to bring my sad light home. I know. Mm-hmm. Bring it on home. What'd you do yesterday, Haley? Uh, we took a dog for the wa- or the dogs for the walk um, around our neighborhood uh, to go look at the Christmas lights. Yeah. There are some ballin' houses. Nice, good. Out by where we're at. Nice, nice. Oh my goodness. Does it put yours to shame? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> makes us look like Grinches. Oh yeah. That's there, awesome. There were some that you could see them, like just the glow behind the other houses. And we're like, oh, maybe we should go over there. It looks like they're right? some light. It is wild what you can do with like the uh, the LEDs and technology nowadays yeah. uh-huh. with your Christmas decorations. Yeah. Oh, they're gorgeous. There's some really nice houses. Like That's people, awesome. People put on productions. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is fantastic and you can do it uh like it's somewhat affordable some of it some of the some of it some of them are spending tens of thousands of dollars you'll drive by and sometimes it's just lights yeah which look incredible take a lot of time yeah but like you said it's doable yeah yeah price wise some have like the huge installations oh yeah like 14 feet of santa and eight yeah. reindeer. that's a lot that's like, a lot those are thousands of dollars are they though or are they like picking up like on sale canadian tire no. walmart you can, items you can get that, no, these aren't the inflatables yeah yeah these are like structured lit Wow. Timed lighting. It's huge installations. Mm. Where do you store that? Uh, you you probably pay for storage. You must, right? Or you take up a whole side of your garage. Because all of that in, in your garage would be nuts. Because that's a lot. Because we had shelves built on the side of our garage. I built them on the, the walls. Yeah. And every year, like it was just filled with Halloween decorations and yeah. Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't put any other garage stuff on them. Because mm. uh, everything was just bulky. You got all, you got uh, your inflatables out? Uh, no inflatables. No inflatables. Got no, you got the metals. Got a lot of lights. No metals. Oh, we got one moose and some snowmen. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of lights. I did a ton of lights this year. <laughs> did you? Oh, yeah. Good for you. Nice. And I was so proud of myself. Yeah. It's all on one outlet. And I was actually worried. Oh. LEDs draw way less power. Way less. Way less. They still mm-hmm. recommend something like, I don't know, like 10 strings to a plug. And I'm way over that. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> dozens and dozens. And I connected them all together and I was so proud of myself. Because otherwise, you're, I've got like three to four timers. Yeah. And those timers, uh, at least mine, they're not that precise. It goes on like the half hour. And it's I'll like just, on a dial. It's I'll not digital. A, oh, get a Wi-Fi. Ah, get a Wi-Fi plug. These ones are great for me. Oh. But I, I'm, anytime I have to use more than one plug, they don't hit, kick on at the same time. And mm-hmm. It drives me insane. Oh, and then you got like a half. Half your house is lit up. The other yeah. half is not. Because if someone comes by at the wrong time, yeah. they'll only see half the lights. Yeah. Those, those uh, turning dial ones, that's a problem because if you have a power fail, your timer is totally out. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I have a power fail, though, yeah. the Wi-Fi's out. Yeah, the yeah wi- but then the Wi-Fi is connected to current time. And then, boom, your schedule's back on. When it comes back on. When it comes back on. 
But if you lose power... Oh, but any little bump is what you're saying. It'll throw me now. Yeah, it'll just throw, throw you. Yeah, it'll throw your whole timer yeah. off. Yeah. Then you have to go outside when it's minus 20 out. Yeah. Reset your timer. And also, when only half your house is lit, you look like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> amateur hour. Yeah, it does. It looks like amateur hour. Speaking of timers, mm-hmm. I've seen some people, and I thought they were leaving their lights on all night. Yeah. But they're doing two showings. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll do like 4.30 to 10 at night. Yeah. And then crank them on again at like 5 in the morning to like 8. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. It is a great idea. Yeah, I put lights up at the uh, cabin and yeah, I do evening lights and then I do uh, a morning badge. Yeah. That way people drive by, you see lights on. Looks I nice. Saw, I saw people online the other day really doing a good old bitch fest about people who leave their lights on all night. Yeah. People do not like that. What, it's too bright? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, our, yeah, our neighbor. I, I turn him off at like 1130 or something. Yeah. Because, yeah, the neighbor bitched about him. It's the warmest light there is. He I said know. too much twinkle. Too much twinkle. <laughs> I saw every, there was a big thing on this city about people getting real upset over people in their neighborhoods leaving Christmas lights on overnight. Is it because it's like a big over-the-top show and it's blasting I mean, into a bedroom? Maybe. And like your curtains are glowing like red, green. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Are people they, worried about the waste of power? No, it has got nothing to do with wasting power. They just want them on like at an appropriate time in the evening mm-hmm. and then maybe in the morning. I personally like driving to work at four in the morning and seeing Christmas lights. Yeah, yeah. Turn your lights yeah, on. Yeah, turn your lights on. But that's just for my own selfishness at four in the morning. People trying to sleep at four in the morning may not necessarily like lights shining. I don't know. Put your projectors on. Put your big string lights on. Yeah. Light up that tree in your front yard. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, yeah, I appreciate seeing a big light show. Mm -hmm. I've never lived beside one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it would be an issue. I wouldn't want to live beside some of the, like, over-the-top houses. I love looking at them, but I wouldn't want to be that neighbor. Yeah, I agree. Right? Just because you'd never live up to them. Yeah. No sense even putting lights out. No, you'd just be grumpy the whole time and... I just tinfoil the windows, turn all the lights off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get it done. Get it Scrooge done. Cap. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes, that's right. Subtly cut all their wires. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the Scrooge. Uh, uh, do some news here. It is middle of the week. Uh, we have that freezing rain morning. That'll probably be in effect throughout the entire morning. Uh, minus one right now. The temperature probably will like drop a bit more throughout the morning, and then this afternoon one. Uh, and then just kind of cloudy day. Minus three tomorrow, minus five Friday, plus five on Saturday. We're mm. still holding on to that plus temperature there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, let's do um, some traffic here for you guys because, you know, we've got freezing rain and because, um, you know, it just, the roads just kind of suck. So what I've got going on right now is basically outside of the uh, city this morning, the highways uh, are turning from slush to ice if they're not ice already. So uh, north of the city already, it's looking pretty bad. So, of course, that's in uh, areas such as Manning. So that is, uh, of course, Highway 15 is cu- is all ice covered this morning. Also, it uh, looks like Highway 28 is pretty bad. Highway 2 through St. Albert as well is ice covered. Also south of the city. So once you get south of 41st Avenue on the QE2, it is uh, sheer ice. There was a collision there earlier as well that had people detouring on 2A. I'm not sure if they've cleaned up that collision yet, but if not, you will be detouring onto 2A just south of Leduc. That, of course, is because of a collision. Uh, this text here says it's literally raining heavily, pouring uh, in St. Albert. How's the handy in the white mud? Right now, uh, people who are on the handy in the white mud are just saying slush covered. Mm-hmm. So that could change, though, because we are under that freezing rain warning. So just keep that in mind. I think uh, sanding and salt trucks were out 
So I, I noticed saw that them, intersections yeah. there were piles of salt. That's right. And Ralph from the Rock, who is here in the middle of the city, says he's over in the White Avenue, Calgary Trail, Argyle Road, 50th Street in the city of Edmonton, slushy with slippery intersections. He does, though, confirm what I was trying to get out this morning to Ginger and Haley. All side streets and avenues, sidewalks, parking lots are very icy this morning. So keep that in mind. So in the city, yeah. looking A-OK, just a lot of slush. Outside of the city is where it goes to hell. Uh, where Ginge came in, outside of the city on 50th Street this morning as well. He also said, very icy. So, when you happen to see something in traffic, give us a shout, 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Another text came in, said, uh, pouring rain in Fort Saskatchewan right now, and very icy. Just expect delays. Yeah. And Trekker Chris says, I've been stuck on Highway 2 north of Millet now for two hours. Oh, Traffic is at a dead stop. There's at least 70 vehicles around me waiting. Oh, drag. Highway 2 north of Millet. Uh, I think that's where that collision is. Mm. Oh, that's that's a drag. Yeah, that's collision's yeah. been there for a while. So, again, if you see something, pass it along. Let's get to some news here for you guys on this Wednesday, December the 8th. So, like Crash said, that freezing rain is possible. We are still under a warning for the city of Edmonton and other parts of central and southern Alberta. Special weather statements were issued last night, uh, actually yesterday afternoon. They're saying that it could reach as far north as Grand Prairie and as far south as the Brooks and Medicine Hat regions. So mixed precipitation is what we're going to see today. Freezing rain is a risk this morning as well. Drive to the conditions. Give yourself some time if you need to. And if you're super scared... If you can give yourself to like nine o'clock to go in, mm-hmm. it's going to be a warm day today. I know. Yeah, it's nice. Right? Like it's going to hit above zero. So, uh, you know, as the morning moves on and the weather warms up, the, the roads will get much better. Did you guys watch the Oilers game last night? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Why'd we stay up for that? Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> we should have gone to bed. We stayed up right to the end. Uh, looks like the Minnesota Wild winning their seventh straight game, rolling over the Oilers last night. 4-1. Yeah, we actually looked uh, pretty good 5-on-5. Mm. Best we've looked in a long time, I thought. Uh, but, you know, the results were not there. <laughs> no, no, not power even play, close. Power play pitched a shutout. Mm-hmm. That was disappointing to see. Yeah. <laughs> Which is terrifying. If our power play's not clicking, yeah. uh, we're this not, is what happens. We're not that great. Mm. It just fell apart. Talbot looked good. Talbot did look good. Yeah, looked really good. A bit of a silver fox there. Hate to see it. <laughs> hate to see it. That he's good or is Silver Fox? Oh, I, like, I, oh, I can enjoy that handsome yeah, face. Aids. I can too. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he was—he's been on a real heater between the pipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both teams return to action on Thursday. The Wild are in San Jose to face the Sharks, while the Oilers play the third game of a six-game homestand against the Boston Bruins. But yes, four-one was the final score in the Oilers game last night. This is a wild story, and police are now investigating. After an incident that occurred in the CFL's East Division final at the BMO field in Toronto, a video was posted on social media that's got a lot of swears in it that showed a Toronto Argonauts player in altercations with a Hamilton fan. Yeah. I was watching this. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And then you can see all the other players running after him being like, don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Now, the video that was posted on Twitter shows Argos player Chris Edwards and Dijon Brissette in a physical altercation with a fan wearing a tie Cats flag as a cape before security was able to intervene. Mm-hmm. 
Now, the video does have, uh, there's a lot of swearing. By the way, the Argos lost to Hamilton 27-19 in the East Final Division. Was it a matter of the fans egging on the players? Well, I think that guy was beacon or something, They were like chirping at the players. I think so. But still, you can't do that. No. I think yeah. Beacon Beacon's kind of part of the game. Well, I, don't I don't know what he was saying. Depends though. what they were saying. I don't know yeah. what they're saying. Yeah, the, the players entered like the concourse where the yeah. fans are. And then it looks like Hamilton fa- uh, Flagman throws the first push. And then the Argonauts player uh, throws the first punch. Yeah. And he hits him hard. Oh, yeah, I don't think he connects. Does he connect? Stuff to tell from the angle I got. Yeah, they're oh, just kind of swinging it, around. Yeah. I, I, but still, he threw the punch at him. Like that story made TMZ. Yeah, oh yeah, it did. Absolutely, it did. Everyone's like, what is happening there? The Argonauts are now working with the local police and they are investigating that. The club will issue a statement once the investigation is complete and any outcomes are determined. Ginge, by the way, posted the video up on the app. If you guys are on the app this morning, you want to go over and have a look at it. Yeah, it's... uh, Can you imagine? Great for the CFL. Big headlines around the state. Huge headlines. Yeah, it's good for them. (laughs) Good for them. I would not... Want to see a football player scaling a wall and flying at me? No. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I no, talk you a don't. pretty big game behind that security fence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm crumpling up my signs. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and speaking of football, the ESPN's football power index is predicting that Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will face off against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Mm. I know, I know. That'd be <gasps> huge. But that would be huge. Uh, they are saying, I read the I read the story. They say that there's only a 10% chance of that happening. So I was like, why is this news? Apparently that seems smalls, but those are right now the best odds of any matchup at the moment. Mm. Yeah, it's still better than yeah, any any other possible combination of teams making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still slim. It'd be like, I would hate it personally mm. to see uh, the Pats in there again and Brady in there again. But it would obviously be like a, a big story. Yeah, it would be a big story. So ESPN is predicting a Brady-Belichick Super Bowl. So if you're going to get your betting money out, you might want to keep that in mind. Haley, I got this story for you this morning. Ooh. Happy National Brownie Day. <laughs> oh, because we were in brownies. Yeah. No, oh. because oh. you like to eat them. Oh, hey. <laughs> well, that as well, yeah. <laughs> and this goes with the story that you and Hayden told Crash and I on Saturday. Mm. About a little brownie incident that oh, you guys some fun had. Brownies. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah. This story may be a little too happy for whoever gets their hands on this. A medical marijuana company in Massachusetts has decided to celebrate National Brownie Day by baking the biggest weed brownie ever <gasps> baked in the history of weed brownies. Damn. Oh, yeah. No oh. word from Guinness yet. Oh, okay. But it's eight hundred and fifty pounds. Damn. <laughs> and has 20,000 milligrams of THC. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. That brownie, imagine just standing around it, the odor. Oh, it would stink. Oh, oh that, my yeah, gosh. That would be a dank brownie. <laughs> so cool. It would be dank. <laughs> to put that in perspective, a standard dose is usually 10 milligrams. So the fact that this has 20,000 milligrams is kind of nuts. It's like 2,000 brownies packed into one. It requires 1,344 eggs, Mm. 81 pounds of flour, and it took 24 hours to make. Jeez. I will say the photos on the app, look how happy they are. (laughs) (laughs) Can you blame them? (laughs) Right? Those are some big smiles. Yeah, I don't know if those are scientists or bakers, whoever it is, they're very proud of themselves. They are very very proud. proud. Yeah, yeah. When there's this stunt food like this, these Guinness-sized portions, how do they bake them? 
I, uh, they probably have just, they probably create like a big oven. Because they look like they're in like a standard like industrial kitchen. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, yeah, and I don't James, know what oven would be that big. Right? Do they bake them in like giant bake pans that an oven will fit and then squish it all together? I'm going to say they make their own oven. They probably have a pan that they use and then they just do it low and slow. Because if you have it at like 350, you're going to no, no. the size of the oven. To yeah, fit just to it? fit it in oh. the oven. Like, I don't know if they make an oven that big. You probably they- <laughs> just pour it through the top of the oven. Just don't open the door. Yeah, it's the size. Yeah, that's because yeah. it is giant. Maybe Marzi's right. It's it's several smaller brownies. They combine to make super brownie. Yeah, and they push it all together. I feel like you would see the lines on that. Yeah, they did a good job, this looks right? perfect. Uh-huh. I bet you they made like a brick oven. And then, like a giant one, and then put that in there. They've, they're scientists. They're magicians. They mm-hmm. are. They, they, they know, know exactly up. what to make. Yeah. Now, they do say that it will be divided up into smaller brownies and then distributed to medical marijuana patients in Massachusetts. So it will be donated to people who need it. At least it's uh, actually going to use. Yeah, it's going to use. They're just waiting for Guinness to give the stamp of, yes, world record. Yeah. So they can get into the books as the biggest marijuana brownie ever made. I've never, ever made a pot brownie. I've had my fair share, but I've never made one. I I have made one back in the day, and it ended up being garbage mm-hmm. because I just put weed in the baking. Mm-hmm. You're supposed you to make butter. a butter. Yeah, yeah. you got to make the butter, yeah. It's the can of butter that you're supposed yeah. to make, and then you're able to, you know, make a brownie. Yeah, someone gave us one that was made like that, too, and, like, pff, terrible. Just terrible. tossed in? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, this is wrong. There's yeah. all kinds of wrong, and then... Your backside's not doing well. That was Joelle who used to work here. Did she? Oh, yeah, she made it. Yeah, she made it. She yeah. just threw weed in a... That's not... No. <laughs> but yeah, we tried it, and I'm like, I don't know, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Google it. I just figured yeah. she knew. <laughs> Someone said that pizza ovens might be wide enough for that size of brownie. Oh, maybe. Like an industrial in- pizza? Inside, but you got to get it through that pizza door. The big... Uh, uh, like the inside the ovens. You're thinking roomy. pizza dome. Yeah. You need, like, a big rectangle open pizza tray. Someone said, how many kilos of pot were in that puppy? You know what? I don't know. They don't say the the amount of weed. They just say the milligrams of THC. So that would be probably well, would be a it. lot. Yeah, because yeah, right? you're not throwing weed in there. You're throwing the butter? The, yeah, you're making a can of butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're throwing it in there. Oh, people are saying uh, they probably have a walk-in oven. Whoa, a That's walk-in a oven. I guess that would be a thing. Why like an it? industrial size? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Metalhead TJ, for Thanks, that. Thanks, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If you Google them, you can see them there. Mm-hmm. They're the big boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would totally fit a brownie, mm-hmm. a walk-in oven. Used for baking and heat treating. All right. So there you go. Happy National Brownie Day. Enjoy your weed brownie. <laughs> <laughs> it's got no... I'm, I'm a middle brownie man myself when you're cutting them up. Yeah. Please yeah. and thank you. You don't want the edge? But this one has no edge. It doesn't have a crispy edge. I like a, I like the crispy edge. You like the edge? I do. We'd be great together. Oh, yeah, I'll eat the outside. I, like the, the, inside. I like the crispy edge, too. You're both edge? Yeah. yeah. Hey, so we, the middle, right? I like both. I'm not, a, I'm not picky when it comes to brownies. We'll actually like throw out the middle. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a crispy edge. We're like, ew. Yeah. Give uh, me that middle. When you got a, a cake, do you want a corner or a middle? A uh, cake I'm not too worried about. It depends on the icing. Sometimes okay. the icing's too much. I want all the right, middle. Okay. And I don't want that corner. I don't yeah. want too much icing real estate. Okay, all right. Cake doesn't need that much icing. Like yeah. when you get those like over-the-top cakes, yeah. there's way too much icing on them. I don't mind the amount of icing. It's the kind of icing. Some oh. icing's just, it's just too sugary. 
Like the rock hard icing? Not even the, the not even the consistency of it, but just the amount of sugar. Oh. It's Some just, of it's really sweet. Too sweet yeah. for yeah. you? Too sweet for me? Wow. I'm surprised. Mm. I'm very surprised by that. All right. This is a this is kind of a crazy story. A 40-year-old woman in Dublin, Ireland has told a judge that she got lost for three hours in Ikea after she was struck on the head by a falling flat pack. Oh, no. Not the flat pack. She said it took her nearly three hours to find the exit of the warehouse after her injury. She said she was shopping for a chest of drawers in the bargain corner. You know, the... um. Oh, yeah, the discount area. The scratch and dent. Yeah. Yeah, what's that area called? Scratch and dent? No, it's not called scratch and dent. Like they have a name for it? Yeah, it had a fun name. A fun name? Like it, a Swedish name? No. <laughs> I don't remember. Nonetheless, she was struck by a large box containing flat pack furniture. She told the court that she pulled a small box towards her to check the label, and a much smaller box tipped over and hit her, injuring her head and her left shoulder. Mm. She said she experienced dizziness, and then, because she was dazed, walked around Ikea for three hours because she said she didn't know how to get out. On a good day, though, you can spend three hours at Ikea. But are you lost? Sometimes. I've Have you ever tried to, like, zip through? The shortcut. Yes. Oh, it never works out. What? I'm like, I know the section that I need to get to, and I'm like, I kind of know the area, so I want to cut straight through. And it never works out. It's because you lose your north and south inside there. Yeah, yeah. And what I think should be east is no longer east, so I it's my own hubris not trusting the shortcuts. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I know. That can't be right. <laughs> I know, there is, there's a bunch of arrows telling you the shortcuts, but yeah. you're like, no. Why don't you guys follow the arrows? Because we're in a rush. Yeah, but the, the arrows will help you get to your shortcut faster. They'll help me see more IKEA product. Mm-hmm. I know what they're up to. In yeah, there. they're still not like 100% like shortcut. Uh, yeah, I still don't think it's the fastest way out. Because it's still like, it kicks you from like kitchen to bedding, and you're like, oh, geez, well, I do need a pillow. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's so you. your quick shortcut, you still have armloads yeah. of stuff. <laughs> Those sons of bitches. Ugh. They know how to get us, don't yeah. they? Uh, it's called As Is, by the way. The, uh, the, that's just, the, fun, that's name? the fun name? Yeah, to me, that was fun. What did you say? How did you call it? Scratch and dent. A scratch oh, well, that's, and dent. That's more fun. No, because that sounds damaged. And as is sounds way better. Yeah, it does. As is sounds like, just, I don't know, we flooded out here. Take it as it is. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're getting in the as is. <laughs> They're scratched and or dented. <laughs> <laughs> Someone probably died on them. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Did you have fun in the as is section? <laughs> <laughs> no. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to know legit, has anybody ever been lost in, uh, we've got a lot of big places around the city, mm. the mall. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big, a big box one. store. Ikea. Seriously, do people really get lost in Ikea? I bet you people do. Because I can tear through an Ikea so fast. Mm-hmm. Even when I think about it, I can see the floor plan. But you... your first couple times in one? Yeah. Yeah. If you've never been in Ikea before, like you... the first time Manitoba me rolled into oh, an I Ikea. Guess. I'm like, I grew up with Ikea. Oh my God. What is this? You'd never expect that much store. No. When was the first time you went into an Ikea? Uh, it was uh, outside of Vancouver with you. Oh, wow. That was that, uh, is that that two-floor one? Yeah. Well, they're all two-floor. Well, two floors, but, but yeah, that was yeah, that really big one. Whatever one it was. Yeah, that blew me away. Richmond. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, in Richmond. Yeah, Southgate Mall. Did anybody get lost in Southgate Mall? Southgate Mall's it's terrible a, layout. It's a weird flow. Like, great mall, beautiful mall, but yeah. the flow. And you, if, if, you, if you actually stop and look, you can see a bunch of other confused people walking around. Yeah, you can. We were in there the other day, and even I stopped. I was like, which way to Sephora? I'm like, oh, yeah, this way. And as I looked around, everyone was... 
I looking s- around. <laughs> I still don't know the correct flow to go to. I don't see either. Everything like, where without, to start? Without doubling back. Yeah, yeah. Because if you do that outside ring, you've still got to cross in the middle. Yeah. And you're going to hit stuff you've done before. And then you feel like you wasted time. I don't need to see. I don't need to see uh, Northern Reflections for the second time. There's no <laughs> reflections. There might be. There is oh, one. Is there, there one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have no problem with Northern Reflections. Really? That's going to be my future. Sixty-five-year-old Marzi is going to be head-to-toe Northern Reflections. Oh, jeez. Sherry from Lamont says, "I've never been to IKEA, and I'm forty-six years old." Yeah, don't do it, Sherry. Don't don't dabble. Go. Decent savings, Sherry. Go. <laughs> Just let people know where you are, your time of arrival, and your time of departure. Bring Set your some GPS coordinates. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you lost? Maybe it was West Edmonton Mall. Maybe it was Southgate. Hey, maybe it was even just Ikea here. Mm. Were you legit totally lost? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about this woman uh, in Ireland who got lost in an Ikea for three hours after being struck on the head by a falling flat pack. And we've got a lot of, uh, you know, big areas here in the... In the city, we got a lot of big malls, big mm-hmm. parking lots. What have you been lost in? Like West Ed, that's well designed. Like that's got good mall flow. Yeah, it does. Yeah, for the for the ma- a, on the main drag, it's an oval. Yeah, it's an oval until you, you go out on the. Uh, you got to decide which side sides. street you're going to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brett from the West End said they got lost in the underground parking at Rogers Place. Mm, oh yeah, parkades. That parkade is. Um, well, every floor looks exactly, exactly the, the same, same. But that's parkades. I haven't been in that Rogers one. Yeah, it's, bad it's, signage. It's big. They do have signage, but they've also got like areas that are caged off for private parking. Well, that's for the hotel. Yeah. Oh, hotel. Yeah. So yeah, you've yeah. got to like. How deep does she go? Uh, I, th- I don't know. I think she goes down like four, four or five. Yeah. It, can, it goes down a ways. Yeah, he said they also forgot what section they parked in, so they had to walk around for an hour. Yeah, here's your problem. Yeah, you always got to take a picture. He says every level looks exactly the same. I've had that problem at the airport, too. Yeah. <laughs> in the yeah. open air parking lot. I'm like, yeah. oh, where's oh, my car? I hate that. That sucks. You just want to go. Right? Yeah. Done. You just want to get home. Then you beep your car. You hear like five other cars beep at the same time. Yes. Like, Son of a... Ugh. But yeah, did you get lost in a big building, a parkade? Uh, Ikea is a very popular one for uh, people to get lost. Um, let's do, uh, where's, uh, Katrina. Hey, Katrina. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Hi. Uh, you hit up Ikea and then you got lost in there? Totally got lost. It was my first time ever in Ikea and that was like two years ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, we, we followed the shortcut and we, I swear we saw the same bedroom like 10 times. <laughs> I know. Those shortcuts get you. Yeah, they do put you in a bit of a spin. How long were you they lost do. in Ikea for? Uh-oh. I, I bet at least an hour. Like, we were shopping for about an hour or two, and then we got lost trying to find our way out. Oh. Now, throughout the whole time that you were lost, and you're like, maybe we go this way, maybe we go that way, um, did you end up picking up a whole bunch of items? No, because that was not the purpose of the trip. We were window shopping for future reference. Oh. But- but there has to be like three or four restaurants in that store, I swear. No, there's just one. <laughs> <laughs> just one? You saw it at I three think, different angles. Yeah, I think you just passed by it. <laughs> Unless there is. No. No, maybe she's talking about the front by the tills. Oh, yeah. That, oh, I that guess could that be could be a restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, but, thanks, Katrina. Because the other one's upstairs. Yeah, it's up. There's only the one upstairs. Yeah. So, oh yeah, and I guess downstairs is where you can get your coffee and your cinnamon buns. Mm-hmm. Hot dogs. So maybe she so is. So there is two. There is two, I guess. 
more of a marketplace downstairs. That's I, a good I thing would change on that. Yeah. Yeah. Your chocolate. Yeah, Frozen that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Connie, hello. Good morning. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, did you get lost in a, a mall, IKEA, big box store? Big place. Well, um, when I was a kid, I used to get lost inside Canadian Tire because mm. there was just so many divots that you, a kid could hide in, and then all of a sudden, like your parents are gone and you're crying in one of these divots, and you're like, "Where is everybody?" and I guess when you think about it, as a kid, you can't see over the shelves, so no. all you, you look up and you see the ceiling, that's it. Well, and then you don't know, like, if you can't read or if you don't know the numbers really well or whatever, you, you don't know what aisle you're in and everything looks the same. And But I was actually calling because, Mars, how you feel about Ikea, I feel about Southgate Mall. Mm. Oh, like you can rip through it no problem, like you know it like the back Absolutely. of your hand. Yes, like the back of my hand. I always lived like a half an hour away from the mall in the countryside. Right. So that was the closest mall that we had. So I grew up in that mall. Like even with the new development that they had a few years ago, I can rip through that like no problem. Damn. I'm getting there. I'm getting close. Is, does that mean there? you go to the mall too much then? Yeah, I go yeah. all the time. <laughs> it's right across the street from the radio station. <laughs> Well, now I'm like 10 minutes from Northgate Mall, and I'm completely lost. Not a clue. Oh, oh wow. Oh, you're dabbling in a new mall. Now you got to learn that one. Yeah. Yeah, I have no clue. I walk in, and I'm like, what, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even been in that mall, so I'd be in the same shoes yeah. as you, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty turned around in that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, good luck with that. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. This text here says this has more to do with me, but I've lived near West Edmonton Mall for 20 plus years. I've been there a dozen times, yeah. and I'm still not really sure how to navigate it. <laughs> I just walk in the mall, and then I try to recognize things. Mm -hmm. I'll say, even say them out loud. The ship. The ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Theater. Theater. <laughs> Galaxy Land. Mm -hmm. Water Park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It happens. There's different ways to know them all. Mm. Like we've talked before, Marzi knows the phases. I don't. I still don't know the phases. People I don't know the phases. phases. I don't. I don't know yeah. when it was built. Marzi oh, would be like, "Oh, meet me in uh, phase two. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what that means. Say a landmark woman. Yeah. yeah. Say a store or uh, just point. <laughs> yeah. They used to like uh, advertise them all as like phases. So like if a new store was coming in, they're like, make sure you check out in like blah, so blah, and blah, stores, and such and such store in phase two. So yeah. we all knew what phase two was. The newest. Coolest store, Randy River yes. in Phase 2. Yes, now opening Phase 1. What? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were all excited about it. Mm -hmm. This text here says, Southgate, Friday night at 6.30. Holy hell in a handbasket. I got turned right around. I was with my client. I'm her caregiver. Mm. She kept saying to me, are you sure it's this way? I said, yes. <laughs> so are you sure it's this way? I said, no. <laughs> I Don't saw, question me. I yeah. saw the food court from four different angles. Again. Yeah, Southgate, you can get turned weird around. food courts do they have? Yeah, and weird placement for that food court. Yeah, Because a food court location. usually is like a central type location. Or maybe maybe if, you're a, maybe if you're a Southgate, if that's your mall, maybe that's fine then. I have the same problem at Kingsway. I don't go to Kingsway much. Mm. Uh, and when I am there, I'm like, well, this is... That's a good point. And all of a sudden, you're on an escalator, and, and it's a in a corner, end. and a dead end. Like, well, yeah. why didn't they just keep the mall going? Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. The Run out of money? Yeah, the escalators do go in... Like, they're in odd spots. Yeah. I don't know if I caught all the mall. Like, that I miss. Yeah, I feel all? like I missed some. And some, you're just like, well, I, I guarantee I didn't do that section, but it's so far now. I'm yeah, not doing not, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so far now. I'm not doing it. Was it we were at Southgate or Kingsway the other day where they're doing the the big renovation? They're pushing it even further? 
Oh yeah, that's Southgate. Is that Southgate? Yeah. yeah. So it's oh, getting Southgate's renovating. Huge expansion. Well, yeah, so is Kingsway. Kingsway's getting a big expansion too. They got a lot of construction on it. Because they got to fill the uh, the void there from uh, the big box stores oh, that pulled out, right? Yes. Yeah. This text here says, "Mars, how are you with City Center?" Oh boy, I know City Center Mall. Oh, I walked through there the other day. That is the saddest, scariest mall ever. There's uh, there's no stores left in there. The, what about the food court in the sky? Well, they did a great it's job, nice. but yeah. there's what for? <laughs> hey, they're trying. Yeah, they got a. There's a lot they, to. Uh, I don't think they are anymore. They got a lot of work to do with City Center Mall. Everything's yeah. pulled out of there. It, Everything's pulled out. Have you ever out. walked through a mall where there's no stores? It's empty. I mean, you know, they're uh, they're just flipping over. There's always turnover in malls. Well, they, no, uh, yeah, the, the mall, the same time. mall has new ownership, and yeah. I don't. They get, yeah, they got a lot. They got of work a lot of work to do. <laughs> they got get a lot rid of, work of that riffraff they used to have in there. Bringing some, bringing <laughs> yeah, some new guys. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's yeah. what they're doing. Uh, Brad, how you doing, buddy? Good, good, excellent. Um, uh, you get lost in a big mall, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, which the one? Malls up here are basically built northeast, uh, west, south, right angles, no problem. Yeah. The Mall of America down in Minnesota is oh. at angles. It yes. is just unbelievable. Yeah, that, is that one. The one you can I talk- went to. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We went to that one. Yeah, that's a wild mall. Yeah, you get lost just unbelievable there. And the problem with that mall, too, is they'll have um, multiples of the same store. So when you walk by, you're like, oh, no, okay, no, I, I have been in this area. But meanwhile, it's it's the second store of this company. And you're like, uh, nope, nope, this is this is different. Yeah, that mall, right, you're in, it had multiples. Yeah. yeah, multiple stores of the same store. Yeah. And it's just, very it, confusing. yeah, beautiful mall, but very confusing. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that, Brad. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah, uh, Mall of America is... It's a big boy. ...giant. Not as big as West Edmonton Mall, though, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so, but she's no. big. She's but she big. is she is yeah. definitely big. Mm-hmm. How was it compared to West Ed? Be honest. Be honest. <sighs> you know what, honestly? It just feels larger than life. It's I America. Thought, I think West Edmonton Mall is better. Well, have you been... Like, Google pictures of Mall of America. Like, they did a gut job. Well, it's, a, it's a little newer, too, though, than West yeah. Ed. But West Dead did a fantastic job with their renovations. Like, it's that's uh, looking good. Looking fantastic. But just not as good as Mall of America for you? Uh, <laughs> Mall of America, America level? Well, actually, the Mall of America does look pretty sweet. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, one more. Uh, Patrick, hey, buddy. Good morning. How are you? Doing fantastic. We're talking about if you got lost in a uh, big building, a big box store, a mall. Yeah, well, I don't get lost in Ikea because I was on the crew that renovated it. Oh, oh you would know it then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it says on my resume, uh, Ikea Jedi. Ikea. <laughs> oh, I bet you that will get you some jobs, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, the secret to Ikea is stick to the outside and use the shortcuts. I've, I, I've tried the shortcuts, and it always kicks me in an uh, area where I want to buy things. Yeah, but everything is built into the center Yeah. of Ikea. So you stick to the shortcuts on the outside, and then you can get to... Like from kitchen to bedding, from kitchen to um, uh, what is it? Uh, you should know uh, this. You're I- IKEA Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes to the. It goes like there's six <laughs> modules basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's six modules, and everything is built in two foot panels. All the walls are the whole maze is. Huh. Oh, uh, wow. That'd be really interesting to build because it'd just be a big puzzle. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, you were exactly right when you said that, uh, 
you get lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you do. But it, but it's built to take you to every area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's built to sell. Make sure you see it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. you bet. There you go. Okay, thanks for that, Patrick. Yeah, thanks, Patrick. Hey, have a good day. Drive safe, everybody. DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. 1023 Now Radio. All right, let's get to some news here for you guys on this Wednesday, December the 8th. So idling vehicles, in other words, uh, it's cold outside and you've let your vehicle warm mm, up. Yeah. It's a good way for it to get some legs. Yeah, right, Haley? Edmonton Police. <laughs> it's funny now. It's funny yeah, right? now, yeah. I got a notification. It was three years ago. Oh, hey, really? On the 6th. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Was your door unlocked? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like so, an idiot. Yeah. So don't do that. Uh, apparently, this year alone, three idling vehicles a week have been stolen from Edmonton this Jeez. year. And that's because the keys are left in there. Well, yeah, because yeah, they're they're it's running. Not remote start. Keys are in, mm-hmm. doors are open, and police say that as the temperature drops, that number will increase as well. Which is why they're putting out a reminder: don't leave your car running with the keys in and the doors unlocked. What is the most popular time for your vehicle to have for it to be stolen? Between six and eight a.m. Like, are people just watching? Or just happen to walk by. That's what I don't get. Is this just crimes of opportunity? Or are people who normally wouldn't steal a car be like, well, this is just too easy. I got to take it. Or are there scouts out in the neighborhoods around town just looking for I don't know. Vehicles? When this happened to you, Haley, was it opportunity or was your neighborhood being scouted? I have no idea. Yeah. They, they never really looked into it. Well, they're not going to. There's no. so many... Because they, they took your car and did burnouts with it. Yeah. It was just a joyride, right? Like they didn't, they just, <laughs> yeah. they had their fun and then abandoned it, right? No, they they caught them because they were doing donuts in a liquor store parking lot. <laughs> yes. In a Kia. Yeah. <laughs> just burning out your e-brake. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, those kids probably just. Maybe just walking by and but just like, running. Why are you walking by it? Like, why are kids up at 530 in the morning? Yeah, well, they probably are early. Yeah, they probably didn't go to bed yet. On a, like a Wednesday? If they're stealing a car, I yeah, doubt they're <laughs> I doubt they're working nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just true. irresponsible. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> now police said that officers will be conducting proactive patrols in neighborhoods for unlocked vehicles left running. Officers are then going to approach the owners to remind them of the risk of theft to say, like, hey, this probably just isn't smart. We saw, we walked by a vehicle that was running the other day. Remember that? Yeah. No one around. I promptly checked the door, make sure. It was open. As you do. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's Uh, right. But they might have it running with the remote start, which is totally fine. Because as soon as you, if you get into a car or touch the gas or brake, the car turns off. Oh, does it? Remote start doesn't matter. You can't can't slip it into gear and take off. No. Yeah. Not a chance. It's just if the keys are in. If the keys are in, then you're hooped. Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg are some pretty major cities that all get really cold temperatures. So that's what happens when you leave it idling. Mm -hmm. So don't do it. And again, they say during the early morning hours is most likely uh, the time that your vehicle will go missing. So Haley's like right in on the stat. Early morning, vehicle running, keys in. What a bad morning. What a bad morning. Oh, yeah. And then I still came into work. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I was crying in here, but I was here. Do you think that? I think the Nell family helped out because you were pumping out your plate number. Yeah. Location people are, they thought they spotted it. Was yeah. it the liquor store employees who called cops because someone was doing donuts in their parking lot? I'm not sure because they were behind the parking lot. It was actually like a couple blocks north of here. Oh, yeah. I don't think oh. a liquor store would be open that early. No. 
But they caught them. Yeah, yeah. That was really, really. That was great. That was a weird experience. Yeah. Even the cops were like, "This never happens." <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. They're like, "We never." Find Normally, it's like gone for a while. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had I had my vehicle stolen when I was living downtown Edmonton years ago. Uh, it wasn't running though, and I had the club on it. <sighs> the club. Come on. They got and through the club? They got through the club, yeah. And uh, like Haley, I also went into work. I was working for a morning show at the time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't crying as hard as Haley. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more dead inside. Yeah, yeah, but your car was a Toyota Echo. No, it wasn't the Echo. It was um, it was a big white thing, when, and it had uh, uh, royal blue velour seats. Oh, was that your LeBaron? LeBaron. Yeah. Yeah, I was driving a LeBaron. front seat? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and the cops found it. You should have been it. crying. What a gem. I know. <laughs> I was kind of hoping they wouldn't find it. <laughs> they found it. I went and picked it up in the impound. That was the that was the uh, car that had the machete and the women's clothing in the back seat. Mm. And then the impound guy kept the machete. Well, you got to for his quote unquote collection. Mm-hmm. The car's never the same. Like Haley, do you still feel like your car? Do you feel like your car is your car again? Yep. Oh, okay. Even though yep. they were inside it. I've just repressed it. Oh, okay. It, okay. it didn't exist. Oh, you're not yeah, thinking about gone. what could have happened in that car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just got to live in that beautiful state of denial. Oh, That's no. right. <laughs> That's right. And by the way, I would just like to say as well that in this article, yeah. please give some tips. Mm-hmm. Obviously, don't leave your vehicle running. Install a remote car starter. Um, treat your keys like cash. In other words, don't leave them laying around all willy-nilly. Yeah. And my favorite, get a club. Mm-mm. Can you even buy a club anymore? Yeah, well, yeah, I think you can get them at Canadian Tire. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think you can. I think you get them at Uncle Wiener's. No, you don't get the club at Uncle. I mean, probably. First have to buy a time machine at Canadian Tire. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't. I I don't recall the last time I saw a club. If oh, you, people have clubs. I'll bet you there's people listening right now that just bought a club. Uh, I uh, maybe in the seniors' home. No, if you guys just bought the club for your car, <laughs> I don't think someone. I don't think someone club. just no, bought a I'll, club. We'll find someone. I don't think I we love will. the club. I am a huge supporter of the club. I don't think you are. I am. I've used a club. Oh my god. Most of my life, mm-hmm. they are still at Canadian Tire. I are they? knew it. It's just old stock. They're right? not. They're not cheap either. They should be cheap now. And what's the going rate for a club? Seventy three ninety nine. Seventy three dollars. Yeah. Walmart sells them too. Thank you, now family. Oh if, my god! If you don't have remote start or the club, mm-hmm. what's the option? Just not warming up your vehicle? Yeah. No. War- yeah, sitting well, in it and running it. In it. Well, but then you're not warming it up. No, then you're freezing. You're yeah, like, oh. you're not saving. Yeah. You're not helping yourself at all. Yeah. And then your car gets stolen. That's no, your other option. I think it's worth the risk to leave your keys in it, isn't it? Wow. Nah. Instead of a cold vehicle, because like, how many are actually stolen? Uh, three a week right now. Out of the tens of thousands of vehicles running, pretty good odds. What if you put a cardboard sign in your window that says, "Don't worry, keys are not in the car." I don't know if there's tens of thousands of people leaving their vehicles idling. I think on a cold day, you might get that in this city. Mm. I don't not know, everyone's a, not everyone has a garage. Yeah. But There's not everyone is putting in keys town. in it, like remote start. That's true. Mm-hmm. This text here says, Mars said her club didn't work to stop her thieves. Why is she in support of it? I don't know. I feel like it's a good deterrent. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, my <laughs> they, car was stolen. still stole your car. With the club on it. Did they cut the club? I don't know. What did know. they do? I don't know. Is, is, is that the only way to beat the club? Because some people just cut the steering wheel and just fold the club off. This text here says, guys, we have a fleet of early 2000 Forbes. Everyone comes with a club. Mm. Why do you have a fleet of Ford? Probably their business. Oh, oh, and everyone is yeah. set up with the club. And someone said the Uncle Wieners Club is spelled with a K. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I might have had, like, honestly, <laughs> like knock a knockoff. Yeah. So someone just grabbed it and bent it. 
It's possible. <laughs> Throw it in the back seat. Honestly, it's possible I might have had the knockoff that really didn't do anything anyways. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have no money. Someone says, guys, yeah. put a note on the dash saying, bait vehicle, GPS tracked. Yeah, you could do that too. That'll get them. For some reason to me, the club, I feel like is... You know, you'll see those like stickers that say all valuables have been removed from this yeah. vehicle. Like, is this deterring anyone? You guys don't believe that? When I see a no. sticker that says all valuables are gone, I believe that all valuables really? have been removed you from the vehicle. You won't be breaking that window? No way. That means you don't have to break a window. That means bust open that trunk. That's where all the valuables are. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got the club's current advertising. Okay. And this is what this is the picture they use. And it oh, couldn't okay. be more perfect. Mm-hmm. Is oh, it let's very see this dated? bad boy. Mm-hmm. Look at the vehicle they've got this thing strapped to. Yeah. <laughs> is that a tape deck I see? Yeah, it looks like a tape deck. Yeah, yeah. And this is current? Yeah, this is what this is the current advertising on Canadian Tire. Yes. The club hasn't updated at all. So if the advertising looks old, here here's the commercial that uh, caused Mars to get the club. Let's see. Yeah, 1994. Crime is rampant in America. A car is stolen every 20 seconds. Police yeah. need your help. I'm Deputy Flack, and please, wherever you park your car, lock the club on the steering wheel to prevent your car from being stolen. Yes. The club is a tempered steel lock that's tough to defeat. Its high visibility deters thieves and makes them move to an easier target. The club is the best auto theft deterrent I've seen, and I recommend you use it. Accept no cheap imitations. Always ask for the club by name. Why does it sound like this commercial is running on an 8mm film projector? <laughs> Why does it... <laughs> that sounded like a film that used to run in my elementary school. That was Why from, is it running like yeah, that? That was from 94. 94? Wow. Here's, wow. A, here's another one. All right. Let's see if it sounds very dated. <laughs> it's like the start of a vinyl album. Yeah. This is not 1994. Yeah. That's an old classic one. This guy's just... What is this? Is he just doing stuff with the club? Oh, no, sorry. This is Welcome to the Club. Oh. <laughs> it, oh okay. it turned into a racing video. Oh, cool. Right on. <laughs> okay. The club has expanded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To Obviously, what? it'll keep your car safe. Yeah. You can also use it to lock up your guns. as a trigger lock. Wow. There's bike lock clubs. Yes. Oh. There's a tiny little padlock for your backpack. Clubs. Oh, fun, fun. Awesome. Just a major company there. This text here says the club is garbage. <laughs> well, I mean... Well, you just cut the steering wheel. That's all you got to do. It's one more step, though. It's one more step. Yeah, because what are you cutting the steering wheel with? Bol- uh, bolt cutter. You gotta have tools. And then you just bend it. Mm. Chances are a criminal probably has like a chain cutter, bolt cutter on him. Mm. No? <laughs> I don't know. I always carry my bolt cutter with me. <laughs> <laughs> Big thing to carry around. It is. Well, nonetheless, get a club. Don't leave your car running in the winter like this Mm -hmm. because it will get stolen. Mm -hmm. Homeowners in downtown Edmonton who called police after a man broke into their basement aren't very happy now after the state their backyard was left in. In the early mornings of November the 26th, Candace said she heard thumping from her basement and then the house alarm went off. Timothy came down, went around, had a look. That is her husband. They called 911. There was an intruder and they were worried that the intruder might have a gun. Well, police arrived within four or five minutes, and their response to that threat was uh, really great. They made some announcements outside of the house. They were waiting a long time for him to come out. He didn't. So they set a flash bag off in the house. What's <gasps> a flash bag? I think you fired into the house, and it's like, bang, 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 bang. Yeah, it distracts the criminal. 
Okay, they were considering the police now using gas to get him out, but he still wouldn't come out of this house, this guy who broke in downtown. They were considering breaching a door to get him out. So uh, they talked to the homeowners about the doors. They're like, listen, can we just like kick these things in? I'd be like, oh, I just installed them. They said, no, here's a key to the back door. (laughs) (laughs) Please (laughs) Please don't. don't. (laughs) Uh, Well, apparently they couldn't um, approach the man. So the good news is, is that the intruder eventually came outside. Mm Mm-hmm. Took them a long time, though. Police searched the basement. The intruder had made a mess of, but they didn't find a gun, which is nice. Now, here's the thing, though, is that their armored vehicle yeah. was in their backyard. Okay. And the owners of the house were like, um, you guys going to move this thing? Officers then told the couple that the armored vehicle would have to be towed because it broke down in their yard. Oh, no. How yeah. did it break down? The thing's a beast. A transmission line on the ARV-1 armored vehicle was ruptured. And they were like, well, we don't know how long that's going to take. So they brought a tow truck, mm-hmm. towed out the armored vehicle. And after it was removed, the couple realized that they took down part of their fence while doing so, along with several trees, and basically trashed their backyard getting in this vehicle The out. backyard is destroyed. Yeah, and covered in tranny fluid. Oh, my God. It, it, the tranny fluid is uh, red. So it looks like a bloodbath oh back there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't blow through that garden shed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. This couple's distraught. Well, yeah. I, I would imagine everything's covered, right? Well, they or do be- they say take it up with insurance? They be- they've put a claim process in with the city for money, but like, Lord knows how long that's going to take. Like, they're not getting a fence this winter, for sure. Well, they should. They're not. There's no way. It shouldn't take that long. Clearly, you could tell what has happened. Just cut them a check. <laughs> they said the good thing is, is that the intruder in their basement, uh, it was resolved without violence, obviously, and it was resolved, you know, without damage to people, so no one was injured, but the damage on the house, that's going to take months and months to repair. Now the scrambling to get somebody to cover it, and also just the whole stress of the situation. Well, it's tricky, too, because obviously, there's, I, mean, I imagine they're super grateful that the police showed up yeah. and were able to remove this man. But, Who knows what he was up to? But, I mean, they caused way more damage than he did. Yeah. Yeah, the guy was just in the house doing his thing. Well, he was, yeah, and he was should have came out. He did trash their basement. Wow. I bet you it's not as bad as their backyard. Oh, their backyard's destroyed. Basement probably just maybe a little paint. <laughs> oh, Now, the couple did say that there needs to be better communication with people about why police decide to make ty- these types of decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, like taking, you know, an armored vehicle in that dies and then blowing out a fence. <laughs> what is the point of putting the armored vehicle in the backyard? Why couldn't they just, like, open the gate? There was the apparently they were concerned the the gentleman of the home thought that the guy downstairs might have had a weapon. Okay, yeah. So I guess so they're, they're using that as like a shield. A, an arm, I, the armored vehicle. I yeah. Yes. Is that our new one? Mm. Hmm. That's the new one. But it's not new. Like oh. it's new to us, but I think it's thirty years old. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Dustin's like, um, no skid plate on that. Too funny because the fence probably ripped out. The fence oh. or whatever was in their backyard ripped out the transmission line. There's pictures of it <laughs> up on the app, by the way, if you do want to have a look. It's an armored car all around, oh. all surroundings except the bottom. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully these guys are going to get some money. and. Uh, someone, uh, Peter says it doesn't take long for a claim when police okay. do damage. That's he good. Had, he had the SWAT team shoot flashbangs through his old uh, wi- windows oh. before, and they fixed it up. What is a flashbang? Sorry, I don't know what that is. 
Well, it's just like rapid, like shots. I think it literally is. Like it's a loud light and a and a it's a it's a bright light and a loud sound to disorient you. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that, I, I assume they and would probably a little bit after. of smoke. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they would throw that and then they would come in after after you've been confused. Like, oh, what's going on? And like scared or and whatever. Like, Get down. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll drive over your fence too. Someone <laughs> said the vehicle was stuck on a tree stump too. Oh uh, well, that's probably oh, what ripped everything. That's out. what ripped everything out. Like you didn't look. Well, hopefully these guys are able to get something done. But there is a picture of their backyard up if you do want to have a look at it. The backyard's trashed. Mm-hmm. I think the, is there a chance the officers get way too horny to drive this thing too? Oh, like, I would. Too excited, like I'm a big boy. Oh, I would. I yeah, don't yeah. know. I'd drive it right through the fence. I would have blew yeah. through the fence like Kool-Aid Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have started at like the end of the block and then driven through five backyards. <laughs> and- <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Trampolines flying, <Yeah>. slides flying. <laughs> That's why I'm not a police officer. All right. For those of you who are fans of HGTV, uh, they're launching a new show and they're looking for your help. As a matter of fact, they are looking for the ugliest house. Mm-hmm. That's what their new show is. The Ugliest House in America, they're calling it, premieres on HGTV on January 3rd. Now, they're going to be looking at 12 houses with stunningly bad design choices. And the worst one then wins a $150,000 renovation. So that's what you win. Who, who's doing this? HGTV. No, no. Like, uh, who's hosting this? Oh, who's hosting it? Is this a um, Property Brothers thing? No, it's, uh, I don't know if it's Property Brothers or not. Retta from Parks and Recreation is the host of the show. Oh, okay. Oh, she's they, great. She will be exploring yeah. 12 homes with stunningly bad design choices. Some of the horrible features in these homes include wall-to-wall pink shag carpeting, mirrored walls and ceilings, over-the-top ocean themes featuring fish statues, room-sized murals, and wall-mounted stuffed marlins. Mm-hmm. The show will start on Mondays on January the 3rd. What's the worst design feature in your home, Ginge? Is there one that you just absolutely hate? Mm, not crazy about our kitchen tile. Okay. Oh, the tile that you busted putting your dishwasher in? Well, now I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What color is it? What's the... It's like a, just like a generic, like a uh, beige. Okay, beige, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's not off-putting. It's not off-putting. Yeah. I just don't love it. Mm. I picture your house to have uh, like an ivory toilet. No ivory toilets. You have white toilets? Yeah. Wow. It's that tile, though, that you don't like? <laughs> shag? I think about no shag. It's hardwood. Wood panel. Some of the carpet's a little older. Is it? But yeah. But it's nothing like too like gaudy. Right. But you'd like to see it ripped up well, and gone. Obviously. What is our like our current design trend? That is gonna like what's our shag carpet? Hardwood. You think hardwood and area rug? Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna look back at this hardwood was a mistake and carpet everything again. Oh, like, oh what a mistake! Oh. I don't think we'll ever carpet ever again. Yeah, I think people are done with. I carpet. think we'll never do it. Carpet when you rip it up is disgusting. Yeah, it's so it gross. It is amazing how how much filth a carpet holds. Like think of how many times your cats have puked on your carpet. Oh yeah, and you do a surface clean. But there's, I'm saying there's going to be something we do now that's going to be pretty embarrassing in 25 years. It, there always is. Probably style of hardwood. I could see that being... Maybe, or maybe it's like wallpaper. Wallpaper's back. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a designer talking about granite once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, granite's out? Yeah, I saw that too. I don't know if it is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Big clunky granite? Because we haven't yeah. even got to granite yet in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. But that's going to be the thing. Be like, oh, we got to get rid of this granite. Yeah, I yeah. think a lot of it too is like more man-made stuff. 
Yeah, granite's on its way out. Mm-hmm. What what is is there a feature in your house? I know your house is new to you, Haley, but is there something in there that you would just love to change right now? Mm, our flooring in our kitchen right now. Is it uh linoleum? It's linoleum, but it's a weird pattern. It's um how do I explain this? It's like it's like a cobblestone like pattern. Oh, oh, it's made to look like a stone? It's made to look like a bunch of rocks. Oh my god, really? So, and it's through the whole like main level of our house. So wow. from the entrance all the way into the kitchen and the dining room. And then oh, we've wow. got gross um, off-white uh, carpeting in our living room. Oh no. So I want to redo the flooring. In our yeah, main, the, yeah the your main, main floor, floor needs to redo. <laughs> oh god, I want to do it so bad. Yeah, what is it, Mars? <laughs> Oh, it's a gut job. It is a gut job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sorry. yeah, I don't even need to see it to know. I don't need to see it. <laughs> That's why you guys haven't been invited over yet. I'm terrified yeah. of what Yeah, yeah, right? Like, no, no, no. I would never. Haley's adding it up. She's yeah. like, I can't afford this. <laughs> no. Just start crying. <laughs> right? I only know because Haley's told me. But you're right. Linoleum would be something that I would want to rip up almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. Chelsea's saying uh, the shiplap craze. That'll be something that like 10 oh, years from now. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, God, every, everyone did shiplap. Shiplap. I like shiplap. It still looks good. You like it now. But yeah, yeah maybe 10 years yeah. from now, it'll be like, gotta, oh, damn. Yeah, you always got to think two, three decades ahead. You do. <laughs> Am I going to like this in 40 years? Right. I You're right. <laughs> That's that whole Chip and Joanna Gaines craze. They're out now. Yeah. Chip yeah, they're, they're old. Oh, oh, yeah. No they're one's old. talked about them no for no like years. No one cares about Chip and Joanna anymore. Oh, no. No. Yeah, yeah there's there's new people. The, uh, the hometown people. Those are... Uh, yeah, those guys contenders. are those guys are really big right they're now. Really big. Still the flipper flop, even though they're not together anymore. Tarek, Tarek and Christina, they're still flipping and flopping. Tarek was on Selling Sunset. Yeah, was he? yeah. Oh, yeah, he's on Selling Sunset now. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, that's so cool. No <laughs> one's loving their design choices. Like Chip and Joanna had a vision for a home. But oh. their vision didn't change. Oh, no, it was yeah. the same vision. <laughs> yeah. But it was a nice vision. Yeah. It's sad, though, because, like, you see all that on TV. But, like, Chip and Joanna Gaines, they take all their stuff out, and then you're just left with a whitewashed house. Anyone can whitewash a house. Yeah, they can. People are really defending their granite, too, since Ginger and I hey, said hey, granite's out. I don't even have granite. I'm not saying granite is out. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It is. It still looks nice. <laughs> Mars is firm on this. <laughs> Rip it out. <laughs> Get it out of there. <laughs> you know what? Here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. You can text us if you like as well at 56789. So HGTV is looking for the ugliest house. They're doing a new show called The Ugliest House in America. And the one that is the worst mm-hmm. looking wins a $150,000 renovation. Let's find the person who is living in the ugliest house right now. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to call and yeah, what share, do you hate about it? what do you absolutely hate about your house? Mm-hmm. Um, are you willing to admit that, yeah, it might be a contender for the ugliest house of this HGTV show? And Mars just wants to help going in your house and be like, yeah, that is ugly. Oh, I would love that. that. <laughs> I won't help you rent it. I'll just walk through and confirm. I'll be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are right. This is a good job. Point out the stuff you thought was actually okay, but it's not. <laughs> Stuff you literally just put in. Yes. <laughs> mm, no. Alrighty, if you're willing to admit that you've got an ugly house, yeah, yeah. Give us a shout. Shoot us a text. Is it a contender for this show? Call Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. Yeah, I'd like to chime in on this converse, uh, conversation too of things that we don't like about our house. Right, but right, Mars right. literally made me change everything. Yeah, I did. So, you're out of things. Everything has been changed. No, no, you're not. I'm not out of things yet. What? Um, what now? I was just showing Ginge 
Um, oh God! That uh, I like the look of uh, trimless. Yeah, Mars wants me to get rid of all the trim now. I did it in our uh, our uh, latest bathroom that yeah, I rented to out. see what it looked like, and yeah. it looks so good. I got rid of the trim and did wallpaper like right up to the frame and everything. Trim, it, it, fine, it looks great in the bathroom. And she's like, "Hmm." She's like, "What if?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, no." Yeah, trimless doors and trimless windows look so. And then good we fired up a, right. a walkthrough video of some uh, ball and house on yeah. YouTube. And of course, that house had no trim. I'm like, son of a... <laughs> Very modern. Yeah. Then I brought home a design magazine and had no trim. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just planting. I'm we, tired. <laughs> the, our condo, though, has the aesthetic that we could do that. Right? Like, it's a, like it's a very modern-looking place. You can get away with it. So the trim... No trim would but the, look... But the condo oh. also works with trim. Nah, it doesn't. Not anymore. I'll show you pictures. It looks old-fashioned. It looks old-fashioned. <laughs> yeah, it's I so would. outdated. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> now that I've seen trimless, I don't know if I can even look at trim again. No, I know, right? No. Mm-hmm. Look at the windows around here. You really see the trim. Hideous. Like, Haley, you saw our place. You would rather trim, right? I would rather without trim. Oh, yeah, thank my... you. I was telling oh, Haley about it. When I was... He's going to have to rip all the trim off our house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trimless looks sharp. Uh, Looks so good. I'm tired. I, I know you are, buddy. <laughs> Come to my house next. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just joining us this morning, uh, you know how HGTV shows usually make you feel bad about the shape your house is in? Well, there's a new one that probably won't because it is called The Ugliest House in America. It premieres on January the 3rd. Basically, they're looking at um, the ugliest houses and the ugliest one wins a 100 and $50,000 renovation. Mm-hmm. So we want to know from you guys, uh, in your own home right now, is there anyone willing to admit that they've got the ugliest house? Yeah, sure. You're yeah. like, you look around, you're like, I just, I, I, I got to get, I got to get rid of this stuff. It doesn't have to be the whole house. It could literally just be a bathroom. Maybe something that you haven't renovated. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. You're still living that terrible carpet in the bathroom life. Carpet in the kitchen. You seen that? Yeah. Ugh. My childhood home originally had carpet in the kitchen and um the master uh, bath for many years like throughout our entire childhood had carpet in there oh. right around the toilet everywhere why were our parents grandparents so carpet crazy was carpet a luxury well they even put carpet on the toilet and when they had f- those like carpet yes. covers <laughs> you gotta hold it up while you're busting oh yeah yeah because it never <laughs> yeah. it never stayed it never stayed up <laughs> Covered it. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, that is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never had carpet in the bathroom. I don't understand it. It was gross. When we yeah, renovated, I, yeah. I remember, because uh, I think finally, like, uh, my mom's like, oh, I'm going to renovate the bathroom. And I was like early teen. And I remember her like ripping it apart. I was helping too. And pulling that carpet off the floor, it disintegrated. Oh, gross. And it was just dust and particles and just the Mold soil stains, underneath. the toilet with a subtle leak. It was awful. The subfloor had to be ripped out. Everything. It was terrible. No carpet in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) This text here says our carpet in the bathroom in Manitoba grew mushrooms when we pulled it out. Oh, I bet. It's a wet zone. Uh, Courtney, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Fantastic. Um, Your place, uh, do you have a uh, terrible house or what? No. So... It's not my house, but when my fiancé and I were looking to buy a house, we're like, oh, we want to get an older house. We're going to renovate it. You know, those hip, trendy people with all that motivation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we wanted to be those people (laughs) until we started looking at older houses. Yeah. And this house, it was great up top, you know, like a lot of surface renovations. And we went down to the basement, and it was 
dark wood paneling on oh. every single wall. Yeah. Not a single window in the basement. Mm-hmm. And shag carpet. And the guy who was showing us this house, it was his childhood home. Him and his three brothers lived in the basement for their whole life. And he just loved this house. And you walk into the bathroom, and there was inch and a half, maybe even two-inch shag carpet. In the bathroom. There it is. Oh. With three teenage boys. And I looked at my fiance. I was like, we need to leave, and we need to burn our socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're like, typically the shag should be soft on my feet. Yeah, and this is a little uh, this on the crispy good. side. <laughs> it's a wee bit crusty. Oh, that is bad. Terrible choices. Besides the crusty carpet in the bathroom, that sounds like my childhood home with the wood paneling. Yeah, oh, gosh. Just dark, dark, dark and shag. Yeah, brutal. Okay, thanks, Courtney. Thanks, Court. No problem. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um bathroom carpet three teenage boys anybody for that matter yeah. mm-hmm. it's just not good we had a baby blue bathroom too blue sink blue toilet blue tub everything you know what oh. though i'm not mad at colored toilets i saw a black toilet the other day mm, yeah do you go, so do you go cool black everything in your tub and your you sink would have to thing? yeah yeah. yeah yeah you can't just throw a black toilet in I, although I guess you could go be for a white tub and a black toilet. That you could, could do that. A black tub would be cool, though, too. Oh, yeah. That'd but be it, awesome. Just, yeah. I feel like it would just be dirty all the nah. time. No, it looks sleek. It would. I'm with Haley. <laughs> floating in a black tub. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream. McDavid and his uh, lady, yeah. they hate any sort of color. Yeah. I forget. Did they? Did we see their bathroom? Uh, I, I don't, don't remember. It, I don't think it had a... Yeah. I, remember, I remember the shower. Oh, the tub. I remember the tub. Connor yeah, talks about the, the tub, tub is white. White tub. The tub is white. White tub, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she really and went hard on the fact that Connor uses the tub way more mm-hmm. than her. Yeah. Which is fine. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. Yeah. Um, but Connor didn't like that. He walked what? away. I didn't like her talking bad about Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Connor didn't like right? it. He walked away. <laughs> I think that's a gorgeous episode. Yeah. Yeah. Why does yeah. a man yeah. have a tub? He's <laughs> the greatest hockey player of his generation. He can't take a bath? <laughs> uh, Nicole's hanging on. Hey, Nicole. Morning. Hey. All right. So, uh, do you do you like your house that you just moved into? I love my house. Excellent, excellent. But there's something about it that you just uh, there's a few things that you don't like, right? Oh yeah. It's a, well, this is our fourth flip, but fourth it's flip. a big, big beautiful bungalow with a leather wrapped rounded bar in the basement. Oh. Shag carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the only room that really hasn't been flipped? Uh, no, we just moved in, so right now we're working on the kitchen. Oh, okay. <laughs> so okay. The house is all from the 70s, original from the 70s. We bought it from a lady who lived there and just went into a home. Her husband built it from her, and nothing's been touched since we moved in. <laughs> that bar might almost work if you just get rid of the shag carpet. And the pink walls, yep. Oh, and the, the pink, pink walls? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds yep. awesome. Oh, Ooh. I love it. Imagine the parties that have happened in that basement. <laughs> I'm scared to pull the carpet up and find out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do not take a black light down there. No. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to. Are the walls wood panel painted pink? They are, yeah. They're yeah. all painted pink. Yeah. Um, there's a big, beautiful fireplace down there that nice. thankfully they didn't whitewash. It's original. Oh, that's, oh, that's nice. sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I love that part of it, too. Oh, well, once that kitchen's done, is the basement next? Uh, nope, we're going to do the bathrooms next. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. that basement can stay retro. There's no shower in the upstairs, either upstairs washroom. Oh my god. Oh yeah, you got a big job. We have a bathtub, and we have our showers, in the, we have one in the basement, because that room had been renovated before, that was the only room, (laughs) 
And then, uh, yeah, so we had no shower upstairs. Yeah, what went on in that basement if that's the only room in the house that has a shower? <laughs> I'm going to say you couldn't make it upstairs in the morning, so oh, yeah. you showered in the basement. Wow. Oh, that's great. Well, good luck. Good luck with your renovations, Nicole. Yeah, thanks, Nicole. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. It, it would be fun to take on like an old home, but yeah, you're opening up a can of worms. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that cabin that we did was what, 1968? Yeah. She's an oldie. There was a lot of problems <sighs> when you started opening things up. I'm still working on it. <laughs> this text here says, please tell my wife to get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> the bathroom's fine, honey. <laughs> tell the whole city about our toilets. <laughs> I gotta talk to the guys at work. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, one more on this. Uh, Tanya's hanging on. Hey, Tanya. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Do you have a, a few places in your house that's nasty, or is it the no, entire house? My entire house. Oh, no. <laughs> so I live in the hood. I live in Mill Woods. My house was built in 1979, wow. and everything was original to my house when I bought it 13 years ago. Oh, wow. I, I'm not kidding you. I'm talking. Now, first of all, I think our previous owners like to smoke a little too much of the tobacco. Yeah. But uh, when you walked in, you're right into my kitchen. And it was diarrhea yellow with white cupboards and brown countertops and a brown floor. Oh, wow. My living room, my, my, my spare bedroom, and two of our bedrooms upstairs were burnt orange and a smoky gray. Wow. My main bathroom upstairs was a dark, dark dark purple Our guest bathroom down in the in the main in the in the guest bedroom yeah uh was uh is still lime green and gray did they just like uh, hit a bunch our, of mist tint sales it and sounds just, like yeah, it yeah i don't know and then our, our main bathroom <laughs> up here was uh was uh bright 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 yellow wow. and they had i'm not kidding you white shag carpet throughout the entire house Oh man, that right. is that it is terrible. Like somebody threw up the crayons, man. It was terrible. Did you paint it all out, or is it? Are you still tackling we it? We have spent. Uh, we just actually last year spent thirty thousand dollars renovating our kitchen. Yep. To, to upgrade it. Wow. Um. So, like, even in our kitchen, our kitchen and our dining room used to be two separate rooms, and at some point in time, they opened it up. Yep. And they added a pole in the middle of the room for no reason oh. other than for a light switch. So I had seven different light switches in my kitchen for seven different lights in my kitchen. Oh, my God. Yeah, they probably put the pole there because they blew the wall out and took the structure away. And they're like, whoops. Well, the, yeah. You know, the and they didn't want to pay to put a beam in. When we have little kids that come over, they think it's like a stripper pole, and they're doing their dance on the stripper pole. Yeah. Like off the pole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. Join the conversation. One zero two three now radio. People in Leduc, New Sarepta, and the south side of the city reported seeing a flash in the sky and hearing a loud boom last night. Was this you? Did one of you guys see this? Some even reported that their houses slightly shook from the booming sound. Wow. Now, at first, people thought maybe it was lightning that was detected in the area, but uh, it looks like it was not. Video from a porch camera in Rocky Mountain House shows what appears to be a meteor lighting up the sky. Ooh. And that loud bang that everybody heard? They're now saying was potentially a sonic boom. Damn. 
I, uh, I quickly uh, searched our uh, the footage on our security cameras. I didn't. I don't think I caught anything. We didn't get anything on ours. No, that's wild. But that's a, that'd be wild to hear that. Eh? A sonic boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever. I've seen like you know some falling stars. I've never seen like a meteor close enough to crush through the sound barrier. Yeah, I've only heard a crackle, not a sonic boom. Sonic boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you didn't hear it, hey, because no. some, some folks over in Beaumont... Yeah, they're saying they heard it and felt it. ...are saying they heard it and they felt it. People in Leduc and Devon as well saying that their houses shook. What were you doing at nine? Uh, I was yelling at my television. Oh, oh right, the Oilers. Right, the Oilers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you wouldn't have heard it anyway. I think a lot of people were missing it by yelling at the TV. <laughs> yeah, I guess, Haley, you're a little too far west. I was asleep also. You uh, were asleep. At yeah. so. 9 o'clock, I was dead asleep. Oh, jealous. <laughs> oh, yeah, this text here said we heard it and felt it in Beaumont. Mm. How do our uh, how does our NASA buddies, our friends at the TELUS uh, World of Science, how do they not know these things are coming? Give us a heads up. Well, are they too quick? It's just, poof, it happens. Are we not tracking these Maybe things? Maybe space, atmosphere? space is happening too quick. Too quick for TELUS. Yeah, I think too. They don't want to scare people, so they're just not going to tell us. Oh, I think they should have this every time they hear of a, uh, a meteor or anything coming. No. Runs throughout the city. Yep. They can't do that. That will scare the hell Attention. out of everyone. You will die. You will die. Inside, if you don't see this <laughs> meteor. <laughs> Look at look at all of our Beaumont buddies. Everybody felt it out in Beaumont. Change. Fiddles. Late girl says I heard it loud and clear in Beaumont. We thought it was an explosion. We felt the rumble of our house in Beaumont. Oh yeah, yeah. Karen and Beaumont, they were in a hot tub. Yeah. Ah, Ginger, it sounds like it was centralized over Beaumont. Yeah, it sounds like it was right over there. <laughs> right over your house. Another one said they were deep south Edmonton by Forty First Avenue. They heard it. Uh huh. Eight forty. If you're uh, going to look at your security footage, wow. people are saying it's around eight forty four. Kevin's in Windermere area. He said that he felt and heard it. Yeah. People say they thought it was thunder. Hmm. Someone said, I was walking home. I, it sounded like thunder or a big jet. Yeah. Wow. I'll check your cameras, guys. Someone's in the Sweetgrass neighborhood. They say my eight-year-old heard it. He, we all thought he was crazy. Oh, you blamed your kid. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay. <laughs> Go to, to bed. bed. <laughs> Back to bed. Yeah, no. So that's what it was last night. It looks like a big meteor streaked through the sky, which is kind of cool. This is cool, too. A Calgary TikTok star has designed a new sign for our province that will now be used on Canada's highways. Her name is Chloe. She's a social media influencer with around 89,000 followers on Instagram, 300,000 on TikTok. Mm -hmm. She's a pretty big deal. And she said that uh, she was driving on a road trip when she was passing the signs that our highways put up for moose crossing. And she was like, you know what? That sign sucks. That's not even really what a moose looks like. Mm -hmm. She said it came out of some boredom as well when she decided to do a redesign. She said, I was working in a little small farm town, living by myself in a trailer, looking for ways to keep myself entertained. So as um, a visual designer, she decided to make a new moose crossing sign. Initially, I'm like, oh, really? But I agree with her. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I like, do too. I like her redesign of the moose. It's standing proud. It's a moose. The other one looks like a big floppy sad moose. Yeah. With a big floppy nose. It does. Yeah, the old moose looks like they sort of took like a buffalo sign. Yeah. And, and just quickly slapped a moose head on it. And quickly modified it. Like, yeah, that's you're too right. Much fur, right? Way too oh, much. Oh yeah. She said she was 18 at the time when she decided to sketch out her own version of what the sign should look like. She said, I took my Sharpie, sat down, drew out a new moose. She said, I ended up mailing letters to as many different departments of the government and transportation as I could. And over the next few years, 
She didn't hear a thing. But this year, so I think it was four years later, mm-hmm. the Transportation Association of Canada announced it would be going forward with Chloe's moose design in its, in its next set of signage. How sweet is that? That's really cool. If you're able to redesign a road sign and the province is like, we're doing it. Yeah. And she's so sweet, too. She's like, I don't want to put down the person who drew the original yeah, yeah, yeah. moose. No, put them down. <laughs> yeah, it was a garbage. Yeah, that was, was a garbage. Like, who Had did that? seen a moose? Gross. Mm-hmm. She's not getting paid for it, but she's rolling out merch. Yeah, she's rolling out the merch. And good for her, because a uh, pr- uh, portion of the proceeds from the merch go to support, I think, uh, a bird. Uh, like a sanctuary? A bird, or yeah, bird wildlife sanctuary thing. Very yeah. cool. Now, it will take a few more years before you see the signs updated on Canada's roads, but some social media users say that they've already spotted a few. Oh, neat. With the new design, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Again, yeah, she's not getting paid for it. But, of course, being an influencer and stuff, she is launching her own Moose merch, a collection of T-shirts and sweaters. It's mm. good merch, too. Yeah. Making the moose out of life. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I would wear a shirt with that on there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the proceeds are going to a portion of them yeah. to the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center, the Alberta Birds of Prey ah, Foundation. Yeah, yeah. So this uh, new moose, this is coast to coast? This yeah. is the moose sign for Canada or for just for Alberta? All of Canada. Oh, all of Canada. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just uh, Alberta. No, oh, no. that's huge. Right across the country. Wow. Good for her. Canadian Transportation Department. Can we all just like uh, redesign signs and submit them? Be like, this sign sucks. Yeah, <laughs> go for it if you want. Hmm. I mean, why not? For those of you who are using PayPal, are you guys using PayPal? <sighs> I haven't used PayPal in a long time. Okay. Rachel's still PayPal stuff. Oh, Does really? She? Yeah. Certain websites will take PayPal and she'll do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you have a credit card attached to a PayPal? I don't. Yeah, Do you, Haley? I used to. I don't anymore. There was okay. something with, uh, if you haven't used your PayPal account in quite some time, you yeah. still have a credit card on there? That's coming up. Okay, so yeah. if you have a PayPal account and you're not using it, PayPal is going to be charging Canadians an inactivity fee on December the 15th. Yeah. Pull your cards off so there. So pull your cards off there if you're not using PayPal. What if it's hooked to a card that I don't use anymore, like it's deactivated? Oh, you're safe. You can try. Probably safe. You should be safe. Uh, if not, just just log in and delete the card from it. Yeah, I'm just to be that. sure. That way, there's nothing like flagged. The inactivity fee only applies to eligible accounts, so PayPal accounts that are open that have had zero activity over the past 12 months. So, if this sounds like you, you could suddenly see a fa- a fine or a charge of twenty dollars. That's what PayPal says they're going to charge people. What a scam! A little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. The company says that if you haven't used PayPal in the last year and you have less than twenty dollars in your account, the fee will take your balance down to zero. If you have more than that, you'll lose exactly twenty dollars. Those with nothing in their account won't be dinged, but they do say, you know, just maybe if you're not using PayPal, take your credit card off. How do you have money in a PayPal account? Doesn't it just pull from your credit card or you got to boost up Sometimes the account first? Sometimes people can put money into your account. Oh, so if you have no money in there, though, you're fine. Yeah. yeah that's as long as you saying. don't have your credit card attached. Yeah, my balance is zero. Yeah, you should be good, though. Simply logging into your account, by the way, is the easiest way to avoid the inactivity fee. So you don't necessarily have to like spend anything. Just make sure it shows activity. Mm-hmm. What a hustle. A little bit, right? So are they coming after our credit cards or just if we have money in the account? Uh, probably both. If you have money sitting there and you're not using it, they'll take it from that, right? Well, it says that the company says that if you haven't used PayPal and you have less than $20 in your account... The fee will take your balance down to zero. You can link your bank card to it too. Ooh. Ew. Get rid of that. 
No, thanks. I don't have a card linked to it anymore. I just checked. Yeah, good. Yeah, mine's all cleared out. Because we don't really need PayPal anymore, right? It's not more convenient than just... Well, just like e-transfer. I guess if you're making, info. yeah, online purchases, yeah, use a credit card then. Nonetheless, regardless, if you're not using PayPal, just get get it off your phone. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise you'd be charged. Right, otherwise, like, you might you might be charged. If you've got a balance in there, it'll disappear. Are they... Obviously, PayPal is finding that a lot of people have accounts, but they're not using them. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did mine last night. Yeah. I double-checked it. Mm -hmm. I had a PayPal account. I haven't used it in... Because PayPal was... I only had PayPal for, like, eBay stuff years ago. Yeah, that's what it was... That's what mine yeah. was for, too. Yeah. And I haven't purchased anything off eBay in years up until recent, which I just used my credit card for. Right, yeah, you used to need PayPal because yeah. not everywhere could, you could use your credit card. PayPal was the secure way of using your credit yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you're right. yeah. Now just, yeah, use a credit card. Yeah, so just keep that in mind. December the 15th is the day that they're going to start charging people if you've been inactive in your PayPal account for 12 months. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. Christmas is just around the corner. Gosh, it's already December the 8th. So here's a list of movies that people say are Christmas movies. But are they really Christmas movies? Oh, guaranteed Die Hard's on here. Oh, oh I God. love this. Let's debate. <laughs> die Hard people. <laughs> this is every year. Every year, Ginge gets so mad, so I always have to do this story every year. You ready to get mad, buddy? Yeah. Okay, I'm here we go. This. Let's debate on whether or not these guys are Christmas movies, and you guys can play along as well by texting 56789 with your passionate feelings about them or not. Uh, Haley, you just got off the phone. We're debating whether or not my list... Is Christmas movie or not a Christmas movie? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here we go. Number one, Bridget Jones's Diary. No. No. No? No. Is Some there, people claim it is a Christmas movie. Is there any Christmas in there? Yeah. Colin Firth wears a reindeer sweater. They kiss under falling party. snow. Oh, well, that doesn't make it Christmas movie. Uh, Twinkling agreed. Christmas lights, a yeah. Christmas party. Uh. Is it a Christmas movie? No. 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 Just having uh, a, a movie set in December, yeah, it doesn't or make it a Christmas that take movie. Take place at a Christmas party does not make a Christmas movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll get this one out of the way because I know it makes Ginger super mad. Die Hard. It's fun to watch year round. I don't know why it's deemed Christmas movie. It became like the cool thing to point out that Die Hard's actually a Christmas movie, uh, but it's it's not. No, it's not. I don't think it's a Christmas movie either. No, it has a Christmas party. Yeah. And that's, I guess you need, like, the, there's a reason everyone's in the building because of a Christmas party. Well, and it does hours. take place during Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Agreed. By the way, Bruce Willis himself has stated that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Yeah. Do you think, even though uh, a bunch of people are like, not a Christmas movie, a bunch of people are saying Christmas movie, do you think this time of year they see an increase in views? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. for sure they do. It doesn't need to be a Christmas movie. No, you can watch that in July. The fact that up until 10 years ago, no one thought it was a Christmas movie proves there's not a Christmas movie. Somebody noticed, oh, I could, I could say it's a Christmas movie. And they make, pumped it then out. Then I have a, can have a cool Christmas movie. Christmas movies don't need to be cool. <laughs> they don't need to have action. No. Copper Topper says, Die Hard is a Christmas movie and always will be. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to unite with his family for Christmas. No. I mean, she's got a point. What is it? No. Okay. All right. Ginge, this is a hard no from everybody then? Mm -hmm. Die Hard hard Christmas no. movie? Oh, yeah. Extreme no for me. Haley, Die Hard Christmas movie? Uh, not a Christmas movie. Not a Christmas movie. No, okay, not a Christmas movie. Let's move on to this one. Lethal Weapon. Mm, no. No. I, I feel like that falls right into Die Hard as well. It opens to Jingle Bell Rock? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It has a drug bust on a Christmas tree lot? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the film ends on Christmas Day. But that's not a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
A Christmas movie? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because it has Christmas in it doesn't make it a Christmas okay, movie. All right, right? Okay. I don't does, know. I'm does any guys... movie that shows uh, any sort of visual of Santa Claus does that make it a Christmas movie? No. This is obscene. <laughs> <laughs> you can still enjoy all those. You can still love Lethal Weapon. You can still love Die Hard. Yeah. They don't have to be Christmas movies. And you can watch them year round. It's Home Alone an action movie? It's got it's got action. It's got burglars. <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of injuries happening. It's yeah. like a hardcore action movie. Right? That's true. All right. Next on my list, Batman Returns, 1992. That's actually tricky. <laughs> <laughs> is it or is it not a Christmas movie? There's a tree lighting ceremony. There's mistletoe. Penguins with candy cane striped torpedoes strapped to their backs. But it's not like a Christmas story. Is it a Christmas movie? I don't think it is. It's it's set around Christmas, <laughs> but it's not a Christmas story. I personally think it's more Christmas than Die Hard because it's Batman. But I yeah, but I still can't I still can't give it the Christmas movie stamp. And Batman did not suck. <laughs> Batman Returns is a triumph. I only cinema. do this to watch him get uh, super yeah, 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 yeah. mad. Suckers in the ass. <laughs> Shutting this whole thing down. I'm going no uh, no Christmas movie on that one. No Christmas movie? Yeah. Okay. Batman Returns 1992. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Uh Gremlins 1984, a Christmas movie or not a Christmas movie? Oh, Remember kinda, Gizmo was purchased as a Christmas gift and the entire movie takes place over I the holidays. I kind of feel like that's a Christmas movie. I think it is too. It's yeah. Got, it's got a lot of Christmas music. Yeah. Uh, his mom fights the gremlins. Mm. Do you hear what I hear? God, that song terrified me when I was a kid. Me too. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think it's a horror movie. But you can have over Christmas. I don't think it's Christmas. But movie. you can have a horror Christmas movie. That's mm-hmm. a horror movie. Oh, you're just going full horror. You can have a horror movie set with a Christmas theme, but that's not a Christmas movie. But like a, that, are you going to watch that in uh, like May? Probably not. Gremlins? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Gremlins is seasonal. I don't know. I feel like Gremlins is, is a seasonal I movie. I feel like Gremlins I only watch at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You so only hear of it, therefore, you only talk about it around Christmas. I yeah. feel like that's a Christmas one. So therefore, is it a Christmas movie? Uh, that one's a tough one for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm still a no. You're still a no? <laughs> it's just a straight up horror movie for you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So that, that's more of like a Halloween movie for you. That's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about this one? The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe from 2005. Now, Father Christmas does make an appearance, and he hands the kids presents. Is it a Christmas movie? I don't think so, personally. I've never actually seen The Chronicles of Narnia. 2005? So I okay, yes. See, I don't think we saw that. No, I've read the book. Oh, okay. Gazillion times. Would you say it's a Christmas book? No, it's not a Christmas book. <laughs> is the whole series? There's like a series of Narnia. Yeah, right? there is, yeah. Are the other ones Christmas? No, but they go through like winter worlds. Mm-hmm. So is like winter in Narnia our Christmas? I don't know. I don't... No. It's just winter. It's just winter. And Father Christmas shows up as well. Let's see if this is Christmas in here. Mm. Jesse says presents. Pretty sure he hands them weapons. Well, they are, they're, but they're presented in like... Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> does, Not a Christmas movie. Does Narnia's Father Christmas look like our uh, um, St. Nicholas? A little bit. Aslan is on the move. I'm not picking up any Christmas. And no Christmas? No, this is, <laughs> this is not Christmas at all. <laughs> okay, just wondering. Some people think that it is quite Christmas. All right. And yes, uh, Narnia's Father Christmas does look like St. Nick. Looks like, a little rough. Like a modified version. It's a little windblown. <laughs> windblown. Here we go. 
Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. yeah. Some adventure. On a trailer. Yeah, not a Christmas movie. Numbers do not win a battle. No. I guess I'm sure it's a fun watch, but. Actually, it doesn't look too bad. Yeah, it's a good movie. Normally, it's not my uh, vibe of uh, movies, but yeah. eh, I'll give it a watch. It is. It's pretty good. And one last one here for you guys. While you were sleeping in 1995. Now, it doesn't really mention Christmas, but they wear a lot of sweaters, and it's in the snow, and it's all about familial love. That's the Sandy Bullock where he wakes up with amnesia, and she says that she is her his husband, his wife? Yeah, that's correct. His fiance? Yes. They fall in love with the family? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to say not a Christmas movie. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that is not a Christmas It doesn't movie. read Christmas at all. You no. know in your heart when it's a Christmas. If you have to point out technicalities on Die Hard or Lethal Weapon to show, well, actually, it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Because, no, you know in your heart when it's a Christmas movie. Right. Uh, Matt says this, Ginge over here gatekeeping Christmas movies. How does it feel to be so wrong? <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm pretty used to it. (laughs) (laughs) But Christmas is a feeling. Christmas movies don't have to be cool. There was this big move for some reason like 10 years ago to make Christmas movies cool. Like, no! So do you think people just classify, as soon as you see anything little Christmas, a wreath on a door, people like, Christmas movie. Yeah, they want to group it into that category. Pull it in there. It doesn't need to be. No. No, you're right. It doesn't need to be. I have the trailer for While You Were Sleeping. Oh, I'm sure it's boring. Well, no, I'm just looking at... There's oh, nothing yeah. Christmassy about it. Well, no, there's not, like, Christmas decorations, but it's in the winter. <laughs> so... <laughs> I see snow, it's yeah. Christmas! <laughs> Let me hit you with something else, an RE Die Hard. Uh, you want to guess when Die Hard was released? Not the year, but the month. July? Oh, like when they debuted at yeah. the theater. I'm going to uh, say July. Uh, I'm going to say... Let's go September. Yeah, Mars is close. It was it was June. Oh, okay. Of 88. So they made it a summer movie. Well, because it's a summer blockbuster. Because it's an action movie. Yeah, yeah. Not a Christmas movie. Hold on. Let's that see that should be a big up. part of it, too. Movies when they were released. Mm-hmm. That see. can kind of dictate when, whether it's a Christmas movie or not. This might backfire. I mean, let me just look something up quick. Oh, oh. yeah. I was just checking out Elf. Like Will Ferrell's Elf, we can agree, is a Christmas movie? Oh, that's yeah. a Christmas movie, without a doubt. At least in November. Yeah. Tis or Christmas. Yes. Yes. Gremlins? Damn it. June 8th. Yeah, because it's not, not a Christmas, Christmas June eighth, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, there we go. Get those uh, Christmas debates out of the way. Yeah, next year, December eighth, we'll have the same conversation. We'll have the same conversation. That's <laughs> right. Be just as fired up. Dummies in twelve months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, if you're a parent, it may seem like you could probably hide presents inside the wall and you would still come home to see that they sawed through the drywall to take a sneak peek. So maybe this is just admitting defeat. According to a new survey, the most popular place to hide Christmas presents is in your bedroom closet. By the way, the kids were also asked, where's the first place they look for Christmas presents? In your bedroom closet. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And if yeah. They, they'll just bring a chair in because you put them on the top rack. That's right. And the place where gifts are most commonly found is, yeah, a bedroom closet. Yeah. The second most popular hiding space for gifts. Do you want to guess? Uh, garage. Okay. Uh, attic in the garage. Oh. The attic in the garage. Okay, wow. Okay. You've got that's, an attic. All that's right. hardcore. All right. Haley, you want to throw in a guess? I'm going to put where I hid mine this year oh. uh, in the basement. Basement. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, no, you guys are all wrong. Number two is the closet in the spare room. Oh. Yeah. Just, just stick it with the closets. Uh, just stick it with the closets. Number three, the coat closet or the front door. <laughs> that's a lot of, that's a busy closet. That's a very busy closet. That's mm-hmm. gutsy. Yeah. High traffic closet. Under the bed. Mm. Next on my list. Yeah. 
Just keeping them in the trunk of your car is on that list as well. Uh, some uh, some things can't freeze. A spare drawer or a cabinet. Mm-hmm. Mars still has my gift sitting in her back seat, and she's like, "Don't look at it." Yeah, but it's it's not wrapped. We're adults. It's just sitting there. Yeah, but it's in a Amazon box, so you don't know what the inside is. Have but it probably seen? says where it's shipped from. Actually, it's not an Amazon box. It's the company box. <laughs> is there anything over the box? No, no, no. It's it's, it's a box with the brand on it. What kind of power move is this? this and, is she's, like, and she's like, don't look. And I'm like, well, take it out of the car. She won't even put it in the trunk. This is the adult version of like putting your treat on your dog's nose and saying, don't eat it. <laughs> I know. Don't you dare I know. It. He wants to look so bad. Well, just hide it. Put it somewhere. <laughs> put a jacket over it. It's his presence. It's, it's not even in a bag. No. So either you really don't care no. or you're, you're taunting me. Just don't look at it. <laughs> Self-control. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's cruel. Yeah. doesn't even feel like Christmas. <laughs> Are you going to wrap it eventually? Probably or not. On the 25th, does he just get to go in the <laughs> back seat? get him to go in the car. Get <laughs> your gift. I'm not expecting it to be wrapped this year. <laughs> Some tougher spots for people to investigate around your house is keeping the Christmas presents at someone else's house. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good move. You can put a call in Santa, too. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Get yep. Santa to pick him up. Keeping them outside in a tote under your deck. Wow. That is hard. Once again, the gift can't freeze. Keeping it in a shed. All the gifts go out into your shed. Mm-hmm. Or renting a off-site storage unit. Wow. wow. How wow, many that's... gifts do you have? Um, you can rent a small, buddy. And I guess if you've got some hunters in your house, some real uh, gift go-getters, because some people love to sneak a peek. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. I'm that person. Oh, are yeah. you? Yeah, Hayden either has to buy them closer to Christmas yeah. or wrap them as soon as he buys them. Wow. Because I'm a, I'm a snooper. Have you ever popped the... What if you walked up to your tree and you saw one side of the gift, this, the tape let go? I'd probably try to sneak a peek. You would look? Oh! Yes. I don't like surprises. <laughs> oh, man. You like knowing, hey? I like to know because then I can work on my... <gasps> Surprised face. Well, why don't you just have a genuine surprised face? Oh, okay. I like it. 50% of people say that they've had gifts uh, that they had hidden be found. 50% claim that they've been successful at hiding gifts. So that's pretty good. So it's 50-50 right down the middle. Mm -hmm. No one's finding them in your house, agent. You you don't have to say where if the kids are up. But do you have a good spot? I think the kids know. But they also know not to look. Oh. I know we... uh, uh, me and my brother always saw the presents in the parents' closet. Yeah. And yeah, we were told, don't touch them. If we touch them, we don't get them. And we're like, oh. But you could see what they were? No, no, they're wrapped. Oh, they were they're wrapped. They're wrapped and put on the top shelf. And like, we couldn't even touch them to shake them. If we were, sh- if we were, t- uh, if we were caught shaking them, then they take them away. We'll never get them. Yeah, <clears throat> I think our kids, like when I was a kid too, I, I liked this price. I never, I never peaked. So yeah, I never peeked either. I like mm-hmm. the surprise. Mm-hmm. This text here says, guys, we hid ours at our, for years at a friend's house. A couple of days before Christmas, we'd get a sitter for our kids. We'd go over to their place for drinks and we would wrap like crazy. It was perfect. Oh, I'm sure they looked incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of drunk wrapping. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It probably would look like my sober wrapping. <laughs> that sounds like fun, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about this story here. This actually made me laugh. So for those of you who have ever been um, to a fancy restaurant, uh, or even any restaurant, I guess, for that matter, have you ever ordered something that you didn't mean to order, food or wine-wise? And uh, did you eat it, or did you have to pay for it? Mm -hmm. A customer at a Gordon Ramsay restaurant said that he didn't read the menu carefully, 
and he accidentally ordered the most expensive steak on the menu. Oh, no. Yeah. His name is Jeffrey. He reserved a table at Gordon Ramsay Steak, which is located in Harrah's Resort, Atlantic City Hotel and Casino. He was there with his girlfriend. He said he was uh, pretty surprised to see a triple-seared Japanese A5 was on the menu. <laughs> mm. Yes. Uh, and he was even more shocked and delighted when he thought the price was only about $35 US. Mm. He read the menu wrong. Mm-hmm. So when he got the bill, because he ordered that steak, yeah. it became apparent that the steak was actually going to cost him $420 US. Oh, no. That's much different. Oh, that would hurt. Yeah. And he probably got it done, like, uh, well done as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, who knows the how he got it done. The chef is like, excuse me? Yeah, he, probably. But he ordered the Japanese A5 12 ounce. He thought he was getting Wagyu beef, beef which was significantly cheaper. Mm-hmm. He did go on to say the steak was amazing. He said, I'm in my 40s and I had only had uh, Wagyu before my, only twice in my life. I've never had the real deal. He said it was like nothing else you'll ever have. It was melt in your mouth delicious. But the bill, the steak was $420. That hurts. That hurts. And there's no going back on it. No, well, you, you ate, ate it. You ate the steak. Yeah, you ate the steak. You, the you steak. ordered it. You ordered it and you ate it. You ate it. You got to pay the bill. Crash and I accidentally ordered a $400 bottle of wine. Ooh, <laughs> I, uh, oh. I'm terrible with uh, the wine names, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And uh, I, th- I think I said the wrong one. Oh, you mispronounced. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, of course, I mispronounced it to the very expensive one. That shows yes. up, and they're like, is this a bottle? I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. I, 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 I I sh- we should have been thrown by the wine service, got real fancy real quick. Yeah, like two people came to the table. Yeah. Like, uh-huh, okay. Whole thing's changed. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, sure. This is great service. Yeah. I know. And then they poured the wine, tasted it, I'm like... It was fantastic. Switch it around. I'm like, yeah, it tastes great. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you savage. What are you doing? And then they pour the wine. Best wine I've ever had. Yeah. Was it- and then the bill came. I'm like, oh! oh! <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. never enjoyed a, a $400 bottle. But at the time, were you thinking this is the best wine I've ever had? Or after when she saw the price of the body? Like, no. Actually, that was pretty good. No, it was at good. At the time? Like, both of us, like, she walked away or whatever after doing the wine presentation. We took a sip, and we were both like, wow, this is, like... Because Crash, even, I'm like, take a picture of the bottle so that we can buy it at the liquor store. We never did. We never did, because I don't think you can buy that bottle of wine at, Mm -hmm. you know, Liquor Depot, per se. (laughs) Well, easy. (laughs) For Liquor Depot. (laughs) You can't. $400? I don't know. I don't know. Never I, looked. I think uh, halfway through the meal, because the wine was too good, and then curiosity got the best of me, and I looked at the wine menu, and I think we started panicking because there were two wines. One was like a, a $70 bottle, yep. and they had very similar names. Uh-oh. They were spelled pretty much the same, and Uh-oh. then the other one was 400 and I'm like, like this was more I, than- think, I think we got the 400 And then it was like a 50-50 chance when the bill came, and it still hurt. Just Yeah, that. it did. And I mean, what are you going to do? We drank that bottle. You can't say anything. We drank it good. Then they're like, oh, how's the wine this evening? Fantastic. Mm -hmm. You're lucky you had the foresight to realize that this was tastier than a $70 bottle and look ahead. Because she could have came back and asked if you wanted more. Oh, my God. You could have got two bottles. Because you know Mars. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm saying. (laughs) I like no more booze. No cocktail. No dessert. Uh, Yeah. Nothing. (laughs) We 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 just promptly left. Mm -hmm. We had to go. We got in our Uber and away we went. Like, would you like dessert? No! (laughs) Bill! (laughs) 
you're quickly firing up the old Groupon app. See if there's yeah. some way out of this. Right? <laughs> I wasn't allowed my piece of chocolate cake. Nope, no cake on no, your birthday. No cake, no nothing. Uh, people wanted to know if it was red or white. It was a red. It was a red. It was a red. Mm-hmm. Can you get a $400 white? I don't know. I'm not I'm, sure. I'm not a big white wine drinker. Probably. I'm not, I'm not a big wine guy at all, but yeah. as in my uh, rudeness, I've, my uh, innocence, I always assume that red is the fancier wine. Mm. Yeah, I just take it for granted that white wine is just cheaper. Mm. <laughs> no, you could probably get a really good expensive bottle of white wine. I just know like when we were like, uh, you know, teens and yeah. early 20s, anytime like the gals busted out some gallo, it was always, you know, it's like the it's, gallo? A, it's a whiter yeah. wine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I just feel like it's cheaper. Yeah, it do, it doesn't have the fullness. <laughs> <laughs> well, Here we go. It's a different wine. You drink one four hundred dollar bottle of wine, <laughs> and I <laughs> and I'm that guy. <laughs> I will tell you this though: we never made that mistake again. Yeah, people never say again. that's why you got to point, point at menus, and yeah. I'm a big pointer. Now. Point I'm now, like, like and this one, and draw your finger right across to the price, and <laughs> yeah. then like really. Shut up <laughs> around, yeah. All right, did you read a menu wrong? Or did you order uh, something and uh, you were a little surprised at the price? Mm-hmm. Maybe even for the bang for your buck. A little sticker shock. A you little got, sticker like, shock. I, some people get uh, wildly shocked with portions. Yeah, portions is a big one. Like you're paying like whatever, 50 plus for a, a meal. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then this like beautiful plate comes down with like a tiny little piece of food on there. And you're like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crash has done that a gazillion times. Yeah. So have we. Oh, yeah, yeah. We went somewhere to a fancy restaurant and ordered a steak. Yeah. And when they brought it to us, Hayden and I are like, oh, we might need to get dessert. <laughs> <laughs> this is not enough food. It's like a little piece of steak. Yeah. Our sides. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. If you got a surprise, maybe it was on your bill or just with something that you ordered, just like this fella did at the Gordon Ramsay Steak Restaurant, give us a shout. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Okay, have you ever uh, went to a restaurant, maybe whatever it was for, anniversary, birthday, whatever, uh, you ordered your meal, maybe you didn't really pay attention to the price or you got a little confused with the menu, yeah. and then the bill came. Did you get slapped with a big shocking bill? You pay it because you ordered it and you yeah. ate it. You drank yeah, it. Yeah, and you drank it. But was it shocking? Yeah. Or like the, the portion that you got little bitty fancy meal on a plate and you're like what like, what happened oh, here oh, how's that 75 bucks yes <laughs> uh this text here says guys we went to a restaurant called joel rubuchon yeah in las vegas okay never been there we ordered the full dining experience when my pasta dish arrived they said would you like shaved black truffles on that oh yes and without batting an eye i said yes please yes yes <laughs> yes damn right yes um, 120 US dollars for the mushrooms alone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <gasps> wow, those sides get you. Eh? $120 for the shaved black truffles toppings on a pasta. But that's it. I bet you it was incredible. Also, if you're at Joel uh, Rebouchon and you get the full dining experience, yeah, yeah I would assume. That is very truffle came with it. It's the full dining experience. I was ginge 100%. So you'd be completely blown away. Yeah, I'd assume this was a package I was purchasing. Mm. Oh. Which you you were mistaken. (laughs) Yeah. Because then I would have went like Olive Garden with it more, more, more. (laughs) (laughs) Sir. No. 
<laughs> Give me that right? whole block. Keep rotating yeah. that grinder. You're right. Get that Parmesan cheese on that basket. Yes, uh, switch arms. Like, oh, I want a pile on here. Don't do that with shaved black truffles. No, they're like three thousand dollars extra. Crap. Uh, Shauna, how you doing today? Good. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. We're good. Um, you went somewhere fancy. Um, did you accidentally get something very pricey? Yeah, kind of. It, and it wasn't even super fancy. We went to um, Ampersand 27 on White Ave. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah. You know, it was super nice. Yeah. And we went with a couple friends and we decided that we'd get a charcuterie to start. And of course, we're chatting and whatever. And we just told the waitress, like, just instead of us choosing, because it's kind of a build your own um, charcuterie there. Yeah. Um, we just said, like, just give us a few of the most popular <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, like, bring us what you guys would eat. Just get, yeah. it, exactly. get it together. Yeah. Yeah. We get the bill and it was a hundred and forty dollars. Oh man! <laughs> oh, ay ay ay! Wow, that's. I a... know. Was it good though? Oh yeah, I mean it. It was good. It was funny because when our the one group of friends was leaving or the couple was leaving, um, he he threw down some extra money because we all got our own bills for our dinner and, yeah, and yeah. then just shared that and he, he tossed down forty or fifty bucks and he says, "Here, this is for the lunch and meat." <laughs> oh, a little sass with that. Uh, oh yeah. Chip in. Well, that's Whoa. the gamble you take, though. You're like, well, whatever people typically order, like yeah, hit but me with it. A charcuterie right. board, like you're thinking, like what max fifty bucks. Exactly. Like you're not exactly. thinking 140. Did you guys have some wine with that too? Oh, of course we did. Oh, so you had a hearty bill. We don't bill. have to worry about the price of that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Good. No one worries about wine. <laughs> no, that was a must have. That's a must have. The lunch meat. <laughs> the lunch meat and cheese. <laughs> That's great. That's Thanks, great. Shauna. Thanks, Shauna. Yeah, have a great day. Yeah, you, you too. too. Bye bye. <laughs> She's got a point, though. You don't really look at the price of the wine, but yeah, the charcuterie. You, you just expect wine to be. Yeah, uh, sometimes top dollar. Right, but charcuterie, yeah, you, you feel comfortable saying, yeah, whatever you want to put on there is fine because you yeah. don't think you could possibly spend $140 <laughs> no. on charcuterie. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, this no. text here says, guys, we were in Jasper, yeah. and on the menu was lobster, market price. Well, we didn't ask. That's what the a gamble. <laughs> oh, we didn't ask what the market price was, and my hubby and I in the romance of Jasper just ordered the lobster. Yeah. Got the bill. Mm-hmm. Per plate? Oh, God. $175. Oh, per plate? And they both ordered. Is it bad if you ask market prices? Like, is it well, is it trash? I've never done it. I just, I'll take my chance and order. What do they tell you? Is Are they like, oh, it's like $100 a pound? I have no idea. I don't do a lot of fish. And how, 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 how wild the swings can the market be? Like, are we talking about like it's $10 cheaper on Tuesday compared to Saturday? Or I can got, it be like $50 I cheaper? I have no I idea. Don't know. I have no idea on that. But I've never asked market price. I'm like, I'll just either shy away from it or be like, oh, I'll take my chance. Well, and also, I don't order a lot of lobster at restaurants. So, like, how heavy is a lobster? I don't want to do math and get caught in this, like, oh, if it's $100 a pound, well, how yeah. many pounds is my lobster? Right. Can you weigh it and show, take a picture of it yeah. and show me the weight? I'll so not half a pound. I'll take your smallest lobster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why doesn't, why does just seafood fluctuate? Do beef prices never change? Are they locked in? How can the price of steak stay the same for an entire month? I guess maybe if uh, the fishing wasn't good, there's limited supply. This is also Alberta. I yeah, we're, yeah. So we're not really ocean side, you well, know. Prairie lobster. Really <laughs> prairie lobster, yeah. That's right. Um, Sharon, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Doing Hi, fantastic. we're good. Uh, what happened with your steak? Oh my goodness, we went to Vancouver and we were at this upscale fancy restaurant and here I'm sitting there after a couple of glasses and yeah. I said to my husband, I said, yeah, we get this Wagyu. 
And he tried to tell me. He tried. He really tried to tell me it was thirty-two dollars an ounce. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, oh my god! After the bill. I Wait a second. How many ounces? I got a. I think it was a six or a beefy with a nine. I can't remember. But my goodness, when we got that bill uh, with the wine added into it and the caviar that I paired with, ca- amazing <laughs> bill. <laughs> <laughs> 32 bucks an ounce and you got nine, nine and then nine. caviar <laughs> Woo, that's a yeah, bill he tried to tell me he's like i tried to tell you i said well i shouldn't have had so much wine beforehand he goes yeah don't look at the price of the wine either <laughs> yeah yeah don't look at the price oh <laughs> but I, bet you, I, said, Sorry, dear. I bet you that oh. wagyu was phenomenal though was phenomenal. It was great. Not worth that much money, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blame the wine. Blame the wine. That's right. That is great. Okay. Anyway, no other out on that one. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay, thanks, Sharon. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> Uh, by the way, a 32-ounce steak, if she ordered the 9-ounce, the steak was $288. Oh, man, just and, for the steak. And, like, what's caviar? I don't, I don't, oh, I don't, I don't eat even caviar. Know. So I don't I, market price. Yeah. Have you guys ever had Wagyu? Yeah. Yes. In Japan. In Japan, we did, where it's much cheaper. Was it incredible? Yeah. It's like butter in your mouth. Was it as good as they say? Yeah. You need to try it. I must. Do it. Uh, by the way, restaurants can charge up to 200 US dollars for quality caviar. <gasps> oh. Oh, my goodness. How do they present it? Like just in a bowl? It better be in a crystal bowl. So or is it like on a marble slab? Yeah, I think you eat it with like crackers yeah, or. I think you just take spoons. I yeah. can put it on a. Yeah. We have a buddy that eats so much caviar. Is there fancy enough crackers he though just, for that well, he just price? puts it on like a Ritz. He eats it with Ritz. That's real money. <laughs> he does well, I bet, right? Yeah, that's oh, real money. Yeah, he does great. When you don't care. <laughs> when you don't care. <laughs> Throwing tons of cash on a Ritz. Ritz it's a good cracker. I love a Ritz. They I know what they're doing. Yeah, there. Ritz are buttery. Yeah. They're delicious. Yeah, too thick and dry. Oh, I like them. No. I don't like Ritz. I'm all, I, th- I find them moist and buttery. Put some no. cheese on a Ritz? Yeah, what's oh. dry is a premium plus. That's a dry-ass cracker. Wow, you get the salty ones. Not a Ritz. It's dry on purpose, though. I don't, don't hate it. I don't mind a premium plus either, but it needs help. <laughs> it does need it help. It needs like a... Uh, With a lot of cheese. Yeah, but a, a Ritz you can have by itself. Oh, I love Ritz. Terrific. Um, Colby, hey, buddy. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Doing fantastic. Uh, you had a little sticker shock at a steakhouse, right? Um, well, not so much sticker shock as I knew what I was getting into. Okay. Um, but instead of the portion being pathetic, it was... Definitely more than I thought it was going to be. Oh, uh, that's up, a problem, too. Oh, I ended up getting a 24-ounce steak because <laughs> it sounded like a good idea. <laughs> um, but uh, a pound and a half of steak is a lot. It doesn't matter how good it is. By the end of it, you just feel disgusting. Yeah, that's a lot of meat. You do, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah, even think about that, yeah. It was absolutely, like, bigger than my, my freaking head. Like, it was a, the size of my plate. And uh, I, I don't know, something something in me that day was like, oh, yeah, you, you're going to be able to finish that. And my dad said, if you're getting it, you're eating all of it. Yeah. And uh, the whole ride home, I'm in so much pain. I felt like I was having a pain. You actually put it all back? I put it all oh. I was 16, 16 years old. I wasn't a big kid or anything. I was like 160 pounds. Yep. So I was... Uh, I was like 0.5% steak that day. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a lot of meat. That is great. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Colby. Oh, man. Thanks, Colby. <laughs> Take care, guys. You too. Bye-bye. That's like when we were in Vegas with uh, my dad, your dad. Yeah. And he ordered the biggest slab of prime rib I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It was bigger than the plate. It overhung all sides of the plate. And it gets put down, and Lauren's like, oh, jeez. 
Whoa, is there any cow left for anyone else? <laughs> yeah. He went, really went overboard yeah. with like his comments on how mm. big the... I bet you loved it. He did. Just cracking up all the tables around you. <laughs> just drawing lots of oh, eyes. Yeah. Did Lorna, did he take care of it? Did uh, he, do it? he didn't finish it. No, he couldn't finish no. it. He did about half. Well, we made a mistake, too. Uh, every time you go for dinner in Vegas, so you're half cut already. Yeah. yeah. And you order all these sides. Feeling big time. And yeah, you never get through all the sides. And they're top dollar. Yeah. That was a very expensive that night. That was an expensive night. Yeah. It was, it was worth it, though. Lauren should have finished his meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take it you guys were buying? <laughs> yeah, we bought. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll yeah, take we that. bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cynthia, hello. Hey, how's it going? Fantastic. Uh, you did some time in Miami. Um, you, you ate at a fancy place. Did you have a little sticker shock on the price? Yes. No, it wasn't a fancy place at all. Oh, okay. Everyone was having this really huge uh, passion fruit drink. It looks yep. really good. So I'm like, everyone's having it. It can't be that expensive, okay. right? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it ended up being more than my meal. Oh, and my, my God. Husband's like, and it was huge. And my husband's like, you better finish this drink. Was it like a $40 drink or something? Yeah, it was oh. something like that. Oh, like, man. Oh, okay. Then, I, I, I see why you did that, too. Because I, if we're out and about having a good time, I'd be like, look at everyone's ordering. Just get me one of those. And yeah, I would believe that it wouldn't be that bad. Exactly, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't a, a, an expensive restaurant, so I just assumed, and I was doomed. <laughs> Forty bucks. Was it a good drink though? Like, was it was it worth it? It was, Mars. But after like half of it, I was done with it. It was huge. <laughs> yeah, it's so big. It was, it was like a punch bowl. Oh, Holy cow. man. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, good time, though. Yeah, good time. <laughs> okay, thanks, Cynthia. Thanks, Cynthia. Thanks, guys. Love your show. Have a great day. DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. 102.3 Now Radio. So let's get to some news here for you guys on this Wednesday, December the 8th. So have you guys seen the story in the news yet about the concrete barriers that were put in the Garno bike lanes? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the city of Edmonton went in and removed the concrete barriers after public backlash. Now, there were concerns not only that the barriers prevented the paths from being used, but they also created a hazard for those cycling at night because you can't see them. Well, nice. it's like uh, that old game, Excite Bike, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ramps. <laughs> <laughs> it is like Excite Bike. You're right. That was a rad game. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Were they not supposed to go the other way? I mean, that would make more sense. Why would you block? I. Why would you block them? Maybe it was just poorly written on the the order. But when you're physically doing it, <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> yeah, I think some people. I don't know how it works when you get a contract with stuff, because like whoever had the contract to put the barriers in or move them around, they would have came in with their uh, their front end loaders okay. or forklifts or whatever, right? And just put them according to what they were handed. And someone would be like, "That's dumb," but this is what you want me to do. Or maybe they, maybe they were supposed to be there that way. I, well, I, I don't know. know. I'm just, I'm just asking. I don't know why you would put them like that. Let's see why they say they closed the bike lane? Because you don't even need the barriers, right? Apparently, the city says it was uh, determined the bike lane should be temporarily closed for use until proper signage is installed. Oh, why? I guess maybe cars were driving on it because they didn't know it was a bike lane. Because it's the, a car oh. can totally fit through there. 
but yeah, you wouldn't see. There's no reflective material on these. Yeah, you even would smoke if, that. Yeah, even a car would hit that. Yeah, like Crash said, you would excite bike. <laughs> yeah, excite bike that. Yeah, okay. Because they had a lot of them in there. So they they were meant to go that way then. Hmm. All right. Apparently, that's their story. I don't know. That's. Yeah, but someone probably just got the order, and they're like, well, it's not up to me to figure that out. Apparently someone uses those bike paths in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and got up to it and couldn't excite bike it. Yeah. So what do you do? Now you got to go around onto the road. Right, yeah, get it going. Right? <laughs> New Mario Kart's got an excite bike level. What? Yeah. Sweet. Don't play with Mars. She is terrible. Also, kick your ass. I'm so uh. good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nonetheless, those barriers have been removed, and I guess they're going to put the proper signage up so that uh, everybody's going to be able to use those bike lanes as they should. They've really made sure no one was using that <laughs> lane. <laughs> when they close something, they close it good. Yes, they do. Oh, <laughs> All right, I don't want to scare you guys, but if you are going to be stocking up on some booze for the holiday season, you might want to do it a little bit earlier than later this year. Oh my God, supply issues? Uh, the international beverage and alcohol industry is experiencing global supply blockages which could impact your local liquor stores so we need to panic buy yes now alberta (laughs) gaming liquor and cannabis or the aglc uh they said that uh you know they're they're doing their best they do have a lot of liquor stores in our province and they do expect a lot of inventory and they have come forward to say that it is possible that some of the imported products may experience upstream delays related to the global supply chain They did say, though, that they are working closely with their partners and producers to monitor the situation for potential impacts on the liquor. Well, we're doing good because we have a bunch of homemade liquor. I, was I think it'll to, be fine. I was hoping to age it, but uh, we may have to bust into it. <laughs> yeah, desperate times. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Break in case emergency. Yeah. I think you'll be all right. The AGLC did say that when products do arrive in Alberta, they are efficiently cleared for sale and distribution. So they're getting them out to the liquor stores as fast as possible. So at least once your favorite drinks are in the province, there shouldn't be any added delays. Because mm. domestically, we always have a, a ton of delicious craft beers. Yeah. There's some distilleries yeah. for our spirits. Yes, of some course. Some spirits like our, our rye whiskeys. Yeah. There's yep. some vodkas gin. in town. But any, uh, do we do gin locally? Yeah, there's a gin one off white, I think. Terrific. Yeah, yeah. But our tequilas, I'm guessing, mm. are going to have to pass through oh, yeah, right. some borders. Yeah. Uh, what I'm else okay with that. What I'm else a, can't we get? I'm not a tequila guy. Oh, no? Nah. Oh. I can't do tequila either. Yeah. Even I, in some cocktails where you throw tequila in, I'm like, mm. yeah. yeah. I used to. Yeah, wow. Not Did, anymore. Yeah, you had a bad time? I have a bad tum. Oh. <laughs> oh. Can't have tequila. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. We're the same person, Haley. I get I bad tum too with tequila. We're like too, twins. Yeah. Because it gets the job done. Like oh, tequila yeah. don't mess around. That's <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I and thought you fast. meant in the bathroom. Oh, I was like, no, I yeah. know. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a great way to clear your system. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I had to get drunk. I was bunged up. <laughs> right. So just keep that in mind. Don't panic by, though. Everybody should be a-okay. Mm. But just get a hearty amount at home. Yeah, just yeah. in case. What is your favorite drink? What are, you, what are you guys buying for Christmas? Like, if you're going to the liquor store, what are you making sure you absolutely have? Uh, that boozy eggnog. Eggnog, so you need the rum. rum. Yeah, the rum. Yeah, the rum. Spiced rum. Spiced rum's delicious. Yeah, we got enough spiced rum on the go. Yeah, we got lots. We're dabbling in uh, spiced rum that was uh, a year and a half old. It was opened, and it was three quarters full, and I'm like, do I I chance using it? But uh, a quick Google, it can can go bad 
if it's opened. No. After, what did we figure out? Like a year and a half, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, I think it was about a year and a half. But yeah. we took a chance. I didn't uh, I didn't get bad backside. Yeah. What can go? Because I thought liquor just lasts a long time. Samesies. Yeah, I thought so too. On, the cap was on it. Yeah, we were all right though. Yeah, it was fine. It was I fine. Have, we have big bottles of like, we have like a, we keep like a pretty stocked liquor cabinet. Yeah, yeah. But when we haven't had company for a couple of years and I don't drink a lot of rye. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't have, either. I have bottles of rye. From years ago. Yeah, a couple years old now. Yeah, yeah. I got to throw it out? I I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Can liquor go bad? I've never heard of such things. I think it can. Because we Googled it. We have a huge, like one of those um, Texas Mickeys of white rum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody brought over to You'll never go through that. Yeah. We haven't touched it. Oh. We're not white rum drinkers. Mm. So it's just sitting in our house. It's been there for a couple years. <sighs> what do you drink white rum with? White rum with... You can mix a bunch of cocktails with it, I'm sure. The only time I ever drink white rum is if it's in a pina colada or a daiquiri. Yeah. I wish I knew how to mix cocktails. I would love to do that at home. You well, you make, can. You don't make drinks at home? like No, we don't. We, make- we, we have a bunch of liquor in the cabinet, but I always just stick with a classic like wine or beer. Oh, my favorite one right now yeah. is called a Moscow Reindeer. Oh, oh, go on. It's a Moscow mule. Yeah. So your ginger beer, your vodka, your lime juice. Oh, my God. And then a splash of crayon. Wow. Oh. It's super good. Like, I have all the, the utensils for it. I got the shaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta got to get everything. to it. Yeah. I just got to actually buy the, the extras and mix drinks. Yeah, get you got to. bitters. Because I love, I love a good cocktail. Mm. You can get bitters anywhere, too, now. Like, Wine and Beyond sells them. Yeah. Well, you can get them in the grocery store. I don't think there's alcohol in bitters. No, but there was a while there where you couldn't find them anywhere. Oh, mm-hmm. we were short on bitters? Yeah. They're hard to find. Mm. Oh, I still got bitters. Yeah. The most wild I get at home is uh, gin and tonic. <laughs> this text here says, we're not big drinker, drinkers either, and we have a whole ton of alcohol in our liquor cabinet. What about Bailey's? Oh, Bailey's never goes bad in my house. Because we, we have a couple, <laughs> a couple big bottles. Yeah. They've, they've been opened, but they're just in the cupboard. Are you spo- You're not supposed to refrigerate it, are you? Once it's opened, I think you need to. Oh, really? I think you need to, yeah. Oh, okay. Then we could throw it all out. Yeah, the Bailey's it's goes bad. It's been out there for two years. Yeah, it can Ooh. go away. I had an extra bottle. I overbought that Kirkland eggnog last year. Yeah, yeah. It comes the pre-mixed stuff. Yeah. So tasty. Uh-huh. Uh, and I had a bottle I noticed that I hadn't opened last year, and it was still, I opened it last weekend. Yeah. And it said it was still good, and it was like a year later. It was eggnog? Yeah. You didn't get the trots? No. And it was not refrigerated, nothing? No, it just lived on lived on the shelf. Huh. For a year. What's in it? I guess the liquor helps I guess the liquor preserve it. do it. But isn't it a dairy product? Maybe yeah. it's not a dairy product. Well, I don't know what's in there then. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's delicious, but it, it kept. Oh, wow. Is it like borderline right on its expiry? Yeah. And it looked looked terrific. I'm like, it, well, I'll give it a shot. Because I was like, uh, it was like a couple weeks late. I'm like, well, if it was good for a year up until last week, it should. I'll risk it. And you gave it a good shake? And I did. Yes, there was some sediment at the bottom. <laughs> but, it, but it kept. But huh. it, was, it was eggnog. You didn't get the trots for a year, huh? Interesting. That's a gamble. Good on you for t- uh, taking that gamble. Yeah, I agree. And I was concerned about my rum. That nog, I wouldn't have touched. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bunch last week, and I was taking it downstairs. I'm like, oh, I'll stock up the nog. Oh I'm yeah. Like, oh, there's one left over. Huh. And I checked the expiry, and I'll be damned if she wasn't all right. Pound that one first. It's this one here, Ginge. I got a picture on my the Costco nog over here. Is that one? Stuff. What's? Is it better than? Like the, the carton of eggnog, and then you mix yeah, your own? way better. Is it really? Why? Yeah, because it's not just rum in there. There's something else in there. There's other spices. I feel like, though, you got to add more liquor, right? You don't. It's just right. Unopened, the shelf-stable bottled eggnog at Costco can last you 18 months without refrigeration. 18 months. Yeah. 
And she runs at like 15, 18% per, uh, alcohol. Yeah, it's very high. Wow. It'll get you drunk. I've never tried that. <gasps> I'm bringing in a bottle. Yeah, oh my do God. It. Do yes. it. We'll drink it. Yeah. Because we always do like your standard eggnog with the rum. Pour it in. Yeah, we do the mix. Else? Yeah. Nutmeg, some cinnamon. Uh, yeah, a little nutmeg on top. They got all the spices in there already. Wow. You'll save hours. Costco, you've done it again. Yeah. This text here says, Bailey's goes bad. One New Year's party, we cracked open a bottle of Bailey's that was five years expired. Yeah. Poured it out. It was brown cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting rid of those bottles today. Oh, I'm done looking yeah. at them. Another one here says, I've had a McDonald's cheeseburger that's been, been in my garage for two years now. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hmm. All right. So any like cream liqueur, probably cream that can liqueur. go bad. Mm. Yes. All right, guys. It is, uh, I guess, the first, is this the first week of the second week of December? Yeah. If someone said Merry Christmas to you today, would you say it back? Are people saying it? A new poll asked people, when is it acceptable to start saying that? And three in four people say it's too early still. I don't think it's too early. I think as soon as you uh, people are firing up Christmas music, we can say Merry Christmas. The majority of people said you cannot start saying Merry Christmas until December the 15th, mid-month. December 15th? No, we're in the season. We're it's, in the season, yeah, right? We're full-blown Christmas season right now. Another 28% said only during the week of Christmas. That's the only time you can say it. No. And 7% said don't you dare whisper those words until Christmas Day. Wow. Now, 28% <laughs> of people said it is acceptable right now. That includes 21% who said it's okay to start saying it December 1, 5% who said they start saying it in November, and 2% of people say you should be allowed to say Merry Christmas any day of the year, wow. and, and you should get a response. I think you will get a response if you say it in July. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it Christmas specific? What if you're a happy holiday? Or does that give you a little more leeway? Oh, I, I believe so. Because the holiday season, like we've already finished Hanukkah, right? Yeah. Um, like it's already passed. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it has. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I guess, yeah. Happy holidays. Right, because that's all encompassing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that covers a lot. Yeah. But still Christmas. Christmas is Christmas. It's the holiday season. It's snowy. Right. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I started an advent calendar. Elaine from Castle Downs got me an advent calendar. First one of my life. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) So thank you for that, Elaine. It's a nice... She's sweet. That's a bright spot of my day every time I come in. Open Uh, a new door. Chocolates? Chocolates. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of advent calendars, I can guarantee you, Elaine from Castle Downs did not get you this one. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh. Iconic fashion house Chanel is being dragged online. Oh, I saw this. (laughs) This is bad. (laughs) After a social media influencer unboxed the company's advent calendar and discovered it was full of trinkets that don't appear to be worth what the advent calendar costs. How much does a Chanel brand advent calendar run you? Well, in Canadian dollars, $1,025. And it's a big one. It, it is, is a big one. It is pretty. Like it, yes. yeah, it comes as like a probably like a two foot high, um, like perfume, like, like the, plastic yes. perfume bottle that opens up. Like yeah. the Chanel, yeah, the number five. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The classic bottle. Exactly. Mm. The brand launched the advent calendar this year in a box of items numbered five uh, from five to thirty-one. Unlike traditional advent calendars, which start on December first and are followed by new treats to be discovered every day. For the next 24 leading up until Christmas Day, Chanel's started theirs on day five as a nod to the brand's iconic fragrance, oh. Chanel Number no. 5. Makes sense. Now, what TikTok user obtained one of these kits, started opening them up, and what did she get for $1,025? <laughs> well, here's what she got. A miniature tube of lipstick, a bottle containing 35 milliliters of perfume, 
stickers with the company's logo, a magnet, stickers, a bookmark. There were a couple rounds of stickers. A flip book, <laughs> a Chanel. key ring, more stickers, uh huh, and a bottle of hand cream for over a thousand bucks. Oh, there's the stickers. <laughs> but they're nice stickers, though. Oh boy, I gotta have some audio here. Crash pipe, pipe up my computer. Mm-hmm. Watch for swears. So here we go. Okay. It's Am I crazy? Absolutely. But life. I've never seen a Chanel advent calendar. So let's see if it's worth the hype. It's really pretty. Okay. Well, I guess we'll give them a 10 out of 10 on the packaging front. She opens it up. But it starts at day number five, I guess, for Chanel number five. So I'm kind of bummed, but maybe I should just open something now. Nine looks really promising, so I'm going to... She's opening up day nine. Yeah. This has to be a joke. This is a joke. Stickers? Stickers? Okay, so I was super bummed about number nine. So I opened number seven, and it did not disappoint because... I'm and then there she gets the hand cream. So she goes through the whole calendar and ends up with, uh, yeah, not a great load for $1,025. I don't know what the going right for, because there is a small bottle of the perfume in there. Is that really expensive perfume? Because like, uh, uh, I walked into a store with Mars like last week, and she's like, "Oh, this is a good one." She points at Tom Ford. I'm like, five hundred dollars? Like what? Yeah, I, I, there's a few Tom Ford scents that I really like. Like Tom Ford smells fantastic, yeah. sure, but not five hundred. No, fantastic. I'm not paying five hundred dollars for a bottle of, sh- of uh, perfume. Well, I think, yeah, that's why you brought me in there. You ain't paying no, for it. No, 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 no. That's, that's I would never. Played. <laughs> that's a waste of money. You're not going to, you don't expect to get your money's worth out of a Chanel advent calendar, though, right? But you don't expect stickers. That's, I guess, yeah, stickers is a bit. Like, I, I would imagine you expect a bunch of, like, samples of perfume, just all their product, not stickers. I'm surprised they even make stickers, let alone when they charge you for yeah. them. Yeah. But it's not surprising that Chanel has stickers. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I feel like it's not a sticker client. <laughs> yeah. This text here says, I got the baby bell calendar. It's pretty cool. That's mm. the cheese one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's nice, nice. cheesy one. Another one here says, my girlfriend made me a beer vent calendar. Just random craft beer tall boys. You can buy those at the liquor store. Yeah, my in-laws get me one every year. Oh, <gasps> nice. Are you going through it right now? Yeah. And this text here says, Swarov- Swarovski Crystal oh. has an advent calendar as well. <laughs> I like Swarovski. <laughs> thousand dollars u.s it's Uh, out of stock though that's how fast it's sold out do you get crystals or are you getting stickers oh i'm getting i'm guessing you're getting crystals i bet you if like tiffany rolled one out that would probably be popular see this oh it looks like they've got christmas ornaments oh Oh, that's kind of cool so it looks like the different days are different ornaments yeah yeah Oh, Haley, you would love this. This is right up my alley. Yes, it I is. I love sparkly stuff. I know you do. <laughs> Over a thousand bucks. I'm like a crow. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. It's so true. All right, I want to talk about this story here. Travelers on a WestJet flight from Los Angeles to Vancouver skipped customs as they went through the wrong gate. Mm. And officials are now now saying that a group of people did a security breach. Oh. Now, a WestJet person, spokesperson, uh, said that the door was accidentally left open, which let travelers on the flight 
be directed right past customs. Oh. So like the entire flight went right by customs? Yeah, because everybody was just following everybody. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they came in from Los Angeles, landed in Vancouver. You're coming in from the U.S. You're supposed to go through customs. One guy saw an open door and the whole plane just followed him and they skipped right through customs into Canada. I guess in reality, half the time, you're only being directed with that little rope on a stick. Yeah, you're just following who's ever in front of you. Yeah, so if the the person leading the pack walks by and that rope on the stick is not directing you to go right, you go left, Yeah, it might just kick you into the area and you walk out. Well, apparently people didn't even think twice about not going through customs, so most of them just left the airport. Well, I would. After the incident, everyone on the flight was contacted within 24 hours and they had to be screened. Oh. Like just as, on the phone or they had to go back? I think they had to go back. Oh, God. As international travelers. Now, the CBSA says they take any breach of security very seriously, and they are committed to ensuring the safety of our country and our border, but apparently a bunch of people were just able to walk out. <laughs> Yikes. Mm-hmm. The breach resulted in the airport changing where international flights land. Mm-hmm. So they moved the, uh, the, the gates around mm-hmm. so that this does not happen ever again. Usually... Uh, there'll be someone standing there. They'll have the uh, little pole rope thing, and yeah. then someone's standing there, like that way. Were they in trouble for not clearing customs? Like, Well, I, 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 they I don't say they were in trouble, <laughs> but I mean... Yeah, I'd be like, good luck catching me, cuppers! Here's the thing, though, is I also know coming in on a flight from the U.S. that I have to go through customs. So when I don't... Like, are you asking? I'm just, I don't know. I'm going to keep walking. You say, oh, maybe we cleared... I'm not side. asking. You're not asking? No. You're just going through? No. Like no. we've, we, uh, uh, we have our Nexus cards and, yeah. uh, traveling through the uh, state, some airports, uh, they don't accept the Nexus card. They have their, uh, different program, but yeah, we've just walked through hallways with our card. And we have I'm, just walked through hallways. It's weird. And I'm like, oh, there's no computer to scan it here. I'm like, oh, whatever. I like it. <laughs> and then we ended up raided the gate. <laughs> you two would risk prison rather than stand in line with the rest of us rubes. I would <laughs> like, let's just keep walking. <laughs> Look at that line. Just keep going. <laughs> Someone will let gross. us through. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no one checked anything, and we just walked right through and got to our gate. I'm like, yeah. interesting. It's wild. I want to know from you guys, uh, 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Um, where, 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 where did you get into where you shouldn't have been? Now, this could be anywhere. Like these folks, it could be at an airport. Mm-hmm. You could be at like maybe a stadium. Maybe you got like you you were at a game or you were at you know a concert. You got into the bowels of you the arena. You got into the bowels of the arena, yeah. and maybe it was by accident. Like a door was left open. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I, I guess um, uh, we got uh, right by Rihanna's dressing room. We were hosting. We were emceeing a Rihanna show in Grand oh, Prairie. Yeah, that's right. Rihanna so and Akon. Cool. And yeah, we finished bringing Akon on, and I'm like, I don't know where where do we go? Yeah. And the guy's like, Oh, get out of here, get off yeah. stage. <laughs> And so we go behind stage and we just start walking. And yeah, we didn't we know where we were going. We ended up walking right by Rihanna's dressing room. She's sitting there. Yeah. And we're like, oh! And then security promptly came and booted right. us out. Well, I was also yelling, Rihanna! <laughs> <laughs> They so, had good reason. Yeah. They were right too. Yeah. But we yeah. we weren't done yet. We still had to bring Rihanna on, but they booted us yeah, out they of the kicked crowd. Us out. So we had to go around and be like, oh, we're here with the radio oh. station. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was weird. <laughs> it was wild. I also did scream at Rihanna mm-hmm. yeah. a lot. Mm. I heard until her bodyguard stepped in. I see in. why she has security. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where did you end up where you shouldn't have? Maybe it was at an airport. Maybe it was in an arena. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it was at the zoo. Don't get on the other side of those cages, you guys, especially with the tires. Oh, it's a lot of fun.
Where did you end up where you shouldn't have been? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about the, a group of folks, travelers on a WestJet flight from Los Angeles to Vancouver, skipped customs and walked through the wrong gate in what officials are now describing as a security breach, but the door was open? Yeah. And someone walked through it and the rest of the group followed everybody getting off the plane. Now, of course, coming in from the U.S., they should have gone through customs, but most of them just left the left the airport away. They went. It's wild when things like this happen, because I feel like airports are just like like in constant like lockdown, like they got they got there together. That's how they want us to feel. But apparently they do not. I guess. Yeah. Just, yeah. Maybe we should be trying all these doors. Yeah, maybe. Will the alarm actually sound? <laughs> this door was open. This door was open. Uh, this text here says, guys, I'm originally from Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, my husband, who is from here in Edmonton, and I went for a visit to Niagara Falls. Anyways, we were just driving around. I was showing him around my hometown with my sister and my mom. Everybody was just chatting away. And all of a sudden, we didn't notice the last exit before having to cross the bridge into Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, we couldn't turn around. Oh. We were not expecting to leave the country, and none of us had any like passports. Oh, anything no. on us. I only had my bank card. I didn't even have my driver's license on me. My mom didn't have any ID on her. Ground borders should have like a whoopsie road. They should have a whoopsie yeah, road because some people make mistakes. They had to cross into the U.S. Yeah explain their way through it that they weren't paying attention to any of the signs. Mm -hmm. They did get sent back to Canada, but first, everyone out of the car. Strip that car. Strip that car. Interview everybody. She says it was really embarrassing. Well, that's the first thing a mule or any drug runner says. Like, oh, I didn't mean to. Yeah. I'm just heading back on the other side. Whoops. But I think you could tell now. I don't know. Oh, you can tell. Thinks he can just tell by looking at a person. Yeah. Who the drug users are. Interesting. Very interesting. interesting. Yeah, I agree. I feel like you can tell like a whoopsie person to a drug dealer. I don't know. Interesting. Well, mm. profiling. Yeah. Profiling. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Uh, Carissa's hanging on here. 780 uh, If you got a story to share here. Hey, Carissa. Hi, how are you? Hi. Doing fantastic. Um, you uh, spent some time at the Vatican. Oh, uh, did you end up in a spot where you shouldn't have been? Yeah, we got into the Vatican and we shouldn't have been there. Apparently there was some kind of blessing or something going on that everybody needed special tickets for. Oh, and we showed up and we walked in and there was these, all these lines and everybody was pushing and pushing. So we got pushed through and the guy was screaming, where are your tickets? Where are your tickets? Yeah. And me, me and the ex at the time were, were like, we have no idea where tickets are. And then the, the nuns behind us kept pushing and said, they don't need tickets, just let them in. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> and did, oh were you able to stay? Yeah, we stayed for the entire ceremony. And uh, like I said, the, the nuns are worse than headbangers at concerts. They go nuts. <laughs> they are hardcore. Wow. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I love that they just grabbed you and then like shove and you in. And they just shove you in. And you just disappear into the crowd of people. Yep, nobody said anything. We were walking around. I'm thinking, I'm, you know, as a good Catholic lady, I'm going to hell because I don't have a ticket. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's okay. The nuns nuns just, brought you in. Yeah. The nuns kept saying, it's okay, just keep going. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, that is yeah. great. I bet you that was incredible, eh? It was an amazing experience. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, and thanks. I guess you got pushed away so nobody could grab your tickets. 
No, there was no. We got swapped up with the nuns. So I love it. Yeah, what a great story. Thanks, Carissa. Thanks, Carissa. Talk, talk to you guys later. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, like if you just Bye. get shoved into an event, you're like, well, uh, all right. And especially if a nun pushes you. Well, yeah. And the thing is, is like the, the guys working the event are yelling at you in Italian. Yeah. Give me your tickets. Mm-hmm. And you just get swept away with a bunch of nuns. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't have a ticket. I have these ladies. Yeah, that's right. I don't picture a herd of nuns being that like shovey, though. Oh, like bet she you was they describing. Are. For the Pope? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you think it was a shakedown? Well, well I think they, they get nuts over that stuff. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. How often do they get to see the big man? Not very often. Oh. That's why you buy tickets. What? But the nuns, I mean. And you got to get... No, not very often. That's why you got to get pushed to the front. Isn't that, that why you become a nun? Yeah. Get that Pope access. Apparently, <laughs> Jessica Simpson got pushed to the front of a blessing and fell on her knees in front of the Pope, and he blessed her. Oh. It's in her book. Oh. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's not right. He was just going along. There was like a mass blessing. Yeah. So and everybody was pushing around mm-hmm. and someone pushed her to the front of the Pope. And she he... also sings about it in her song there. I don't know if that's the same thing. <laughs> oh, the knees one? Yeah. Oh, that's not Pope related? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we my t- God. We talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's the same. That's not the same situation? No, I don't think all so. All right, yeah. all right. Uh, Joe, hey, buddy. Hey, good morning. Hey. Hi. You ended up driving somewhere where you shouldn't have, right? Yeah. I was 18 years old, and I went to Arizona for a, a stag party. Yeah. And I got lost in Tucson, Arizona, and ended up driving, and, and it got really dark all of a sudden. I saw a stop sign that said Alto, and I'm like, Alto? <gasps> no! You crossed the so border? I drove, yeah. I drove <sighs> around the block, and literally, I was there for five minutes, and I stopped at Customs. And this is how the conversation went. He said, how long have you been in Mexico? And I said, about five minutes. Where are you from? And I said, I'm from Canada. Oh! And he's like, get out of here. And he just <laughs> see me drive through. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your stomach just dropped when yeah. you saw that sign appear in yeah, your I'm headlights. Lost. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm lost, and I'm from Canada, and I'm a whole country away. <laughs> oh, no. Isn't that amazing that you could just, yeah, like, go Drive across right the over. border, no problem, no yeah, yeah. stopping, no nothing. But then coming back, they're like, ah, oh, we got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I was scared, but, I mean, I was 18. <laughs> oh, exactly. Right, yeah, for yeah. sure. I love that. They're like, oh, jeez, go. Like, just go. Get out of here, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, thanks, buddy. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too, man. That's why they need that whoopsie lane. Is it easy just to, like, drive into Mexico? Apparently. Without going through, like, a controlled border? I, I, think, there, I think there are a few spots where you could just zip You just through. zip in? Well, yeah. just like the airport, we assume it's all locked down. Yeah, and we do. These are some big borders. Like, they're not guarded at all. Right. No. This text here says, I was driving around Europe, and I wanted to go from the Czech Republic to get uh, from Austria and then back to England. But we didn't have a visa, and we couldn't get one way at the border. We went the wrong way. We couldn't turn around on that part of the highway, so an armed soldier holding a machine gun oh my God. tapped on the back window, got in, and sat in our back seat oh. while he detoured us on the highway until we could turn around and go back into Austria. Wow. That's how, their whoopsie lane. How terrifying would that be? Yeah, you got an armored soldier in the back of your car? Mm-hmm. He'll take you back. Fun selfies, I guess, but... <laughs> Yeah, you might have been you might have been hijacked. <laughs> I don't know if that's how they work it. Yeah, I don't think that I, don't know. I wouldn't think it would end well. Yeah. I'd be like, well, this is it. Well, they just dro- got him to drive him back into Austria and then trying to pocket dial someone. You're like, on your way. Uh, was it push one, push and hold one? Is that what I do? Right? 
Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cindy, hello. Good morning. Hey. Hi. All right. So uh, what happened with your daughter? Did she end up in a spot where she shouldn't have been? Well, she was like like the story that you had um, just told about uh, the Vancouver custom. Yes. Yeah. yeah the people walked back. right in. Yeah. She came back from Vancouver, from New Zealand. This was a few years ago, probably yep. eight or seven. Okay. And the same thing. She landed in Vancouver and she didn't go do customs. She just walked out a door. Oh. And and then went and got her flight to Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> so she came in from New Zealand and never officially entered the country. Right. Wow. Wow. And she just kept going and then know. got on the plane and then came home. Yeah. Bing bang boom. Did anybody ever contact her or talk to her or No. Oh. And I don't know if she was, you know, just went through this door by herself or if there were a few other people or what. Yeah, maybe she was just following the crowd and everybody just went from New Zealand into Canada, no problem. Yeah, there was probably a whole batch of people. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Did she find it was weird or she's like, whatever? Well, I don't think she hadn't done much international travel. Oh, so she thought that was just normal. She just. You know, yeah. Yeah, and then she gets home. You're like, so how is customs? She's like, what's customs? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Wow. Yeah, thanks, Cindy. Thanks, Cindy. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. I guess if, when I first started traveling, I wouldn't know. I'd be like, oh, I don't yeah, know. I, follow I, will, I follow the group of people. They're going that way. Oh, I'm in the parking lot. <laughs> Once you try to leave the country, though, the one you entered illegally, yeah, uh, that's where they get you, right? Because they'd have no record of you entering. I don't know if they really look. When they scan, though, doesn't it show? Because they ask how long you're staying for. I don't even know what's on that computer. It doesn't, like, keep a log of you coming in and we went to We went to Vegas once, and they didn't stamp us. No, they didn't even, like, to enter the U.S.? Yeah. They didn't even stamp the passport. He was like, just get in there. Oh. So like, get okay. in there. Get in there and have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Grab me under his arm. Give me a noogie. Slapped her ass on the way <laughs> yeah. through. Like, okay. yeah. America. Yeah. America. <laughs> One last one here from Jeffrey. He says, my brother and I did the tour of the Dallas Cowboys Stadium in Texas. We didn't realize you weren't supposed to go into the media room. I have a photo of myself at the podium where the Cowboys coach does his post-game press conference. Oh, cool. They got us out of there pretty quick. Jeff even posted a picture of it in the app, and he looks pretty legit at that podium. I'll tell you what. Let's see him. Just search for Jeff there. There's him delivering his press conference. Oh, my God. He went right oh, to the yeah. podium. Right before they kicked him <laughs> oh, out. <wow>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like a quick, quick, take my picture. <laughs> Real dictator vibes. <laughs> Screaming <laughs> off Jeff in that picture. Right? Totally. That's a great shot. Oh, Jeff. That's that, hilarious. That is awesome. That's great. Imagine if you got into the uh, like Oilers presser area yeah. at the front oh, of the arena. Yeah. Like, that'd be pretty cool to get in there. It's all glass, so they'd see you immediately. They oh, would. They would, yeah. Well, I don't think Jeff and his buddy lasted very long. No, I don't think <laughs> that so. Podium, so. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today, even though the roads were crap and the weather was crap. Uh, Neil, who's listening from Red Deer this morning, says he is on the QE2, still not moving south of Leduc. Oof. He's been parked there now for over two hours. Oh. So I, I just want, before we run here, I just want to um, update you guys on two highway closures. 
So Fort Saskatchewan RCMP advising travel not recommended on Highway 16 near Elk Island due to multi-vehicle collisions and very icy road conditions through there. And also the QE2 South right between Leduc and Highway 616 remains closed as well for the same reason, collisions and icy conditions. So watch out for that. Uh, enjoy your day. It's supposed to get warmer, even though it's supposed to get windy. I'm hoping the roads are just fine around the city. Well, yeah, in town, I don't think it's yeah. uh, turning to ice. We're si- still sitting at zero. Be careful on the sidewalks. Be careful in your neighborhood roads, too. Like Sherwood Park hasn't melted. Did our uh, sanding crew sand the parking lot here? No. Uh, the walkways to the vehicles are sanded. Right oh. to our I, car? I forgot my mask and I had to go out. <laughs> it's sanded to our vehicles. Yeah. Oh, okay, good, good. Well, good. I told them you guys better sand yeah. a path for the morning show right to their... <laughs> right to the door yeah. of our vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't cheap out on that yeah, sand. Yeah, don't cheap out, you guys. <laughs> Alrighty, have a great day, guys. Stay safe. We're back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'll see you then. Bye. 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 Get more Crash and Mars. Sign up for the daily email or download the podcast at 1023nowradio.com.